Hey everyone, Dave and Jeff back for a podcast. It's been about two weeks, but man, yep. it's a lot to talk about. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you right yeah. up front. No, this is for anybody listening. If you think you're going to hear about Freddie Galvis, you're not. Okay. Or Chargers Rams, you're not. This is absolutely going to be a trip recap of Dave talking about New York because I have said for as long as this show's been on, New York City is my favorite place in the world, and Dave just got back. Yeah. If you are a self-serving old prick <laughs> looking for attention, like a guy I know on Twitter, uh, we're not. nobody cares. We're not going to worry about you uh, or anything else. This is only going to be a recap. There might be a little bit about the night out at the Padre game, which was a lot of if fun. We, want, we can even save that for tomorrow. Yeah, we can save the yeah. Padre night for tomorrow. Because okay. for me, I want to hear about New York. Dave finally got to New York. He's talked about it forever. And Dave, tell me. Okay. I'll start it off right from where we started, you know? I mean, uh, for, from the basically when we took off and the whole deal. Well, and he, and I don't care went, about Boston. And, well, I'll talk to well, you about Boston after you get after I've gotten back from Boston because well, I've never been to the. Well, booth. I'm not going. I'm not going to ruin anything from Boston for you. No, but I got to explain to you kind of the way things worked out and how it affected New York at the same time. Okay. Because here's the deal: we we took a red eye flight. You ever take a red eye? I'm back going east? to to Montreal in okay. uh, two weeks. Now, when do you have to start working once you take that red eye? Uh it's. What do you mean? When do well, I have to start working well, my when point I get is, there? I'm, yeah, do you have to work that day when you get there after taking the red eye? It's funny. I'm going to Montreal for work, and I had the opportunity to fly on Thursday. Yeah. But I'm going to red eye it Wednesday night because it's the Kings and Canadians Thursday night okay. in Montreal. So I'd rather <clears throat> red eye it because for my company, they still pay for my hotel on yeah. Thursday. I made the decision to fly in. Uh, when I did. So I'm going to red-eye it from, I go from here to San Francisco, San Francisco to Montreal, get in there at like 10. Um, but then I know I'm cleared through customs and I'm good to go for Kings and Habs that night. Uh, my first day of work really isn't even until Friday. Oh, so I got the whole day off. Yeah, oh, I'm just, I just did it because... I want I wanted to get for the game. So a couple things. You just jump in when 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 you feel it's uh, appropriate. Let me hear but, it. All right, so we basically Thursday, Josh and I and my wife, we all worked that day. So okay, Ooh, okay. so the last normal night of sleep is Wednesday, okay? Oh yeah. So okay. <laughs> so where we fly Thursday evening back east and Any stops or straight No stop, through? straight okay. through. And I got to tell you, I've never we don't get paid by anybody on the airline no. right now, but here's the deal. We used to do commercials for an airline at one time. First time I've ever flown JetBlue. How was it? Fantastic. Really? It, it nice. was It was as good as any airline I've ever been on. Nice. And, and I usually don't fly that airline. It, w- it was outstanding. So I recommend it for someone, especially if you're over six what feet tall. What made it so great? Seats the, comfortable? Seats comfortable. They feed you? They they feed you a little bit, you know, but at the same time, here's the deal for me. I can't sleep on planes. I, okay. did, I just never fall asleep on a plane. And so you're sitting there looking around at everybody. But Jeff, they had the direct TV right in front of your face. Full thing. Full, Full thing, like I was in my house. Okay, you know, so full, full every channel HBO. A, they had HBO, but they they watched it on how they put the programs on. Sure, you, I got you. You know what I mean. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm just looking for something to entertain myself. Yeah, you know, because you're sitting there yeah. going, "Okay, what am I going to do?" But it was like sitting at home. It and was, you didn't have to pay for that. And pay for shit. It was yeah, right that's there. Cool. You know, I'd recommend you bring your own headphones. That yeah, otherwise, yeah. you know, they'll, they'll get you a little bit. But no big deal. It was it was perfect. I'd recommend anybody flying. It had a great trip. So So you go from San Diego to Logan. Yep, straight into Logan. And we wow. get we get there around five thirty in the morning. Okay. okay. So now it's still dark. 
And yeah. I, I can't remember. You'll tell, probably know the name of the bridge. What's the the bridge in Boston that's pretty cool? I know it. I've never been okay. to Boston. Okay. That's why I was saying the yeah, Boston I, part. I want yeah. to hear the New York part. Yeah, yeah. But yeah tell no, me I'm, the not, I'm not going to. I'm not going to remember. I always thought that bridge know. was was huge, like like the size of the Coronado Bridge. It's not yeah. very short, but I always I thought it was cool as hell. That's one thing about New York. You and I have discussed is all the cool bridges. Yep. As soon as you get on it, you're going right through the bridge. We're going to find our hotel, and of course, they won't let you early check in at 5.30 in the fucking morning. Yeah. So you're dropping off your luggage. Jack, what do you do now? And they're like, there's nothing open but that Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> which, of course. Which is one every 30 feet in Boston. Yeah. And so you uh, so I immediately run over there. You grab a breakfast sandwich. We're walking around. We have no idea where to go, what to do to waste oh, our time. Shit. Okay. So that we realize Harvard is right there. I mean, oh, within wow. two minutes away. So I said, let's walk around the campus. Let's watch the kids how they go about their day. Hell, I'm never going here. We go and we take a tour around Harvard and MIT right next to the uh, Boston oh, nice. U. All of them are right there. Boston College right there. It's, it was very strange. Like you could throw a baseball to each school. What's the weather like on weather, that day? Weather perfect. Just much right. like much starting, like to us today. Leaves starting to change yet? Uh, no, leaves weren't starting to change. Didn't feel like fall. wasn't hot. was was perfect. The weather okay, w- was absolutely fine. It was it would look like New England. All the houses are three stories high and right next to each other and 150, 200 years old. God damn. But nowhere to park anywhere in Boston. <laughs> nowhere, as yeah. you know, as we get to New York, there's nowhere to park there. But so anyway, we're wasting our time and we're going through and going through the different athletic facilities, went and saw the football field. Happened to be USD was playing Harvard. How funny. The next day. And Josh recognized a couple of people with USD sweatshirts. And Josh goes, are you from San Diego? Yeah, we are. Well, they were the nicest people we ran into were the San Diego people. The people back wow. east are a little rough. Yeah. As you sure. know. Oh, yeah. And super nice. And USD is playing Harvard and it's been fantastic. And we, we run through everything. Around 9 o'clock, all of a sudden, man, it hits us. We're, all of a sudden, we're dead tired. The, <laughs> like the batteries ran out. Yeah. So now we're looking at each other going, what do we do? Well, we walk into the commons area at Harvard where, you know, it's like three stories where kids study, but there's nobody in there. I find this big, giant chair. I'm facing the street, put my sunglasses on, my kids on a leather couch, my wife's on another leather couch, and we all pass out. Wow, for how long? Well, I, it, felt, it was the best one hour sleep of my life, put it that way, yeah. until they tapped me on my shoulder and said, wake the fuck up, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we got kicked out of Harvard after one hour. Good, get yeah. out of here. Beat, I, mean, t- I like them apples. You know, that's, what, that's what I was saying. So you turn around, and when there was nobody there an hour ago, all of a sudden there are like 350 kids looking oh, at us shit. on their on their computers, staring at us. Josh made a great point. He goes, you realize every kid you're staring at as we're walking across campus was valedictorian in their high school. Yeah. Every kid. Every kid that every, was going to make like six figures yeah, in like co- three years. Coming out of school. It was Damn. It was kind of crazy. So I'll, I'll jump ahead because we'll get to New York, but hit Fenway Park. Yeah. Okay. And, and again, I can't thank Glenn Geffner enough. I know I've thanked him a million times, but it's almost impossible to get a ticket to a Red Sox game. Mm-hmm. And Glenn Geffner, voice of the Marlins, used to work the Red Sox and the Padres, hooked us up not only for one night. Him and the Red Sox hooked us up with four seats behind home plate. So great. And it was it was awesome. It was like taking uh, a, a trip back 100 years in time. Here's the deal. When you go, you have to understand, it's the same seats when they built the stadium. Yeah, right. So the average guy back then was 5'8", 130 pounds. You're going to be miserable. I mean, yeah. your ass is going to hurt. Your knees are going to hurt. You're just like, there's no way you could have season tickets to a Red Sox uh, year because you couldn't take it. It's it's almost yeah. painful to watch the games. It's so it's uncomfortable, you can't believe it. So it was uh, that was that was outstanding. But I got to tell you about this this one guy. Okay, now okay. jump ahead. I'm, we're sitting in our seats, and there's this guy coming down um, coming down the stairs, 
and he has CP. He can barely walk. Like, I'm like, this guy's going to fall. I almost said to him, do you want me to grab your arm yeah. and help you out? He was, didn't have a cane or a walker, okay. but he was trying to tough it out down the steps. So it's an old stadium, so it's step, small step, big step, mm -hmm. small step, big step. And I'm looking at this guy, and he ends up sitting, like, right in front of me. Oh. And he sits down in his chair, and I'm, I don't even know if those are his seats, but he sits down. And then all of a sudden, three of his friends join him, and they sit the three seats in front of us. This guy was the biggest fucking asshole of all time. Really? Like, you feel bad for a guy that has a disability, and then you realize this guy's a dick. Like, you yeah. you wanted to jack him, and you want to go, hey, what is what is the protocol for hitting somebody with a disability? Uh. This guy heckled every guy with a girl. And he's sitting anytime a guy walked by with a date, hey, you little twerp, you little shit. What the fuck is she doing with you, you little fuck? Like, he, nonstop, he was heckling everybody. Is he a season ticket holder? I doubt it. Because I was there the next night, same seats. He wasn't there. Yeah. And he was such a dick. And then he turns to his friends, who's going to fuck with me? I'm 6'4", 220. I go, everybody. Yeah. Everybody's going to fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get you. It's going to take one finger to knock you down. And he, he kept bragging how big he was. I was like, dude, you can't walk. You can't even keep your balance in the wind. You fucking idiot. And I just wanted Dummy. to punch that guy so hard. And I was like, I don't know what the protocol is on hitting somebody with a disability. You can't. It's you, that easy. Uh, because not, it's not really that tough a challenge, you fucking idiot. Well, for me, he didn't heckle me. But I'm yeah. saying if I'm one of these guys and I'm on a date. Oh, and it's, it's on. Yeah. And then once you realize fucking you, on. you knocked a guy down to a CP. Well, he should have shut his mouth. <laughs> I just shut his mouth for him. <laughs> shut his mouth. Yeah. So we, we go through the first day, come back, Red Sox second day. And the reason I bring yeah. up the second day is there's a couple behind me, diehard fans. I mean, when they say people are into it at Fenway, just like everyone says, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, real serious. Like you hear St. Louis fans, they're into every single pitch. Yeah. This lady behind me for a second asked me, where are you from? And uh, we said, we're from San Diego. And then her husband says, San Diego is a beautiful city. And we said, yes, it is. And she's just, all of a sudden, there's a play. The ball looks like it's going over the green monster, hits the wall. They rule home run. Then they look at the replay comes back the guy's on second base she went for the next six innings that's fucking bullshit fucking bullshit she just wouldn't let it go god and <laughs> people are annoying man dude they are the people are fucking so self-centered and crazy. annoying yeah crazy people annoying. Are just annoying yeah. yeah and then we we walk uh we walk back down the street towards uh an uber yeah and we see wall burgers oh okay so we so we're gonna try it out why because it was wall burgers oh god this dog shit it's ter it terrible it's terrible it was, it was yeah. so disappointing and so bad. Terrible. It was. It was. <laughs> I don't recommend it to anybody. When you go back to Boston, now, don't fall for that bullshit. Now, years ago, I remember getting a book about a guy who traveled. Yeah. From ballpark to ballpark, called Fenway Franks to Dodger yeah. Dogs. So, did you eat? I had a Fenway Frank. How was it? Nothing. 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 Right? It was nothing. Nothing. And the the everybody buys the sausages and and oh, okay. I think it was Geffner told me he says if you're gonna buy a sausage buy a sausage in the bun buy it on the street. It's better. On the street, right? Yeah. It's better. Did you do that? And so, no, I had one inside. I wasn't gonna have another one, but I, I didn't. I didn't go that route. How's that whole area outside the kind well, of? It used looks to be like, called Yaki Way. Yeah, it's now called uh, Jersey. Yeah, whatever <laughs> they call they, it. What did they realize? Uh, Yaki was either a racist yeah. or an anti-Semite, and they had to change it. But that whole area outside that kind of looks like awesome. a carnival. Really it, cool. Really cool. And he's sitting yeah. there walking around doing the whole thing, and the guy on stilts playing catch with yeah. little kids, and the whole deal. Yeah. It was. It was everything that you saw, everything it's you awesome. expected. It's always great when you go somewhere and it's what you expected. You weren't right. disappointed at all. Nice. So absolutely fantastic. But then the lady who who took us to the train on Sunday, because we're headed to New York, mm -hmm. and the Uber, she pulled the, who's the guy we used to have on from NFL Network that used to quiz you all? Charles Davis? Oh, God. The guy yeah, that Charles <laughs> Davis. Not top. And guys, remember, when Tennessee played Baylor, what they run on third and four? That's right. The hook and ladder. That's, <laughs> that's what she did God. in Boston history. 
And then we said, went to Wahlberg. Goes, Mocky Mock? She, fuck that guy. Ben Affleck <laughs> should have stayed with his girl. Fuck him. Should have stayed with Jennifer. And just nonstop. I was like, get me the fuck out of this car. It was crazy, uh. dude. So anyway, long story short, boom, we're on the train to Boston. I won't throw you, throw you too much more. People in Boston were great. Okay. When you compare Sam going to Boston, New York, dude, it's two different things. I don't want, yeah. It's more different than Sam going to San Diego and L.A. Yeah, San Diego and San Francisco, and so probably, right? It's, yeah, it, it's so different. I'd almost compare New York City closer to San Francisco than L.A. to San Francisco. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, to New York. San Francisco to New York than L.A. to New York. New York is um, completely different and completely different in everything. Even different for me than L.A. because everything's right there. Yeah. everything's Nothing in L.A. is right there. Yeah. Like, I love L.A., Nothing in L.A. is right there. No. If you're in El Segundo and you got to get to Santa Monica, yeah. you drive right up the fucking one. It's going to take you an hour and a half. Yeah, everything's going to be driving L.A. Yeah. Everything. It's, yeah. Okay, so we'll, we'll jump to New York because this is where you can jump in and compare stories with me. Anyway, we take the train. It was, if we would have flown, by the way, from Boston to New York, it would have been a lot cheaper. Um, yeah. just if really? You, if anybody's going to do it a lot cheaper, it would have taken an hour to do it. It would have been hundreds of dollars cheaper. It's expensive to take that train. We were lucky to get on, uh, took the quiet car because it's the only one we could get on. And when yeah. they mean quiet car, they aren't joking. Like, Josh is across the aisle from me, and I say one thing. Like, I was watching the Charger game on my iPad, yeah. and I said, hey, Rivers just threw a touchdown pass and immediately tap on the shoulder. Hey, shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut up, asshole. Yeah. So that, was, that was basically Charging it. cars back there. So we we go through Rhode Island. You go through New Jersey. go through Connecticut. Crazy, the whole, right? It's really oh, cool. I recommend yeah. it if you have time to do it and you haven't been back there. So. Here's the deal with that, that the shock of New York, okay? Did you pull into Grand Central? Yes. Pull, Holy shit, okay. right? So all of a sudden, we're off the, we're off the train, and yeah. we're walking up the stairs. Right. And everything you've ever seen in a movie or a TV show right of the there. people walking on, on the street in New York, it is that times 100. Yeah. It was, it was a tidal wave of people. It was so overwhelming, the amount of people <laughs> yeah. walking at you. It like shakes you and you're holding, your, you know, for us, we're holding suitcases and yeah. my wife has her purse and I'm doing, you're saying, keep your wallet in your front pocket and I'm paying attention to everything. Everything smells like piss, you know? Yeah. Fucking go down. I was downtown last night. Downtown San Diego <laughs> smells, smells like, like piss. piss. Yeah. After, after a day in New York, you don't even smell the piss. No. It's only the first day you go, ah, hell, everyone's pissing everywhere. Okay, but, but hang on. Go hang ahead. On. Uh, stop uh, me where you don't want start, to. Yeah. Don't start rifling through this thing. Yeah. Well, I, well, you stop well, me where you want. All right. Did you so when you're in Grand Central? Because I remember my first day in Grand Central, and you realize, right? I mean, Fallon. You see the yeah. opening shot. You've seen that whole kind of area, the lobby, movies, and Which everything awesome. else. Do you guys at least just take a second and soak it in? I know what you mean by the yeah. wave of humanity. Yeah. That you better get the not, fuck along the wall if you're going to soak it in. Not at that point, in. but we did later. But I did say to both of them, and the only ones that went were Josh and my wife, and yeah. I, I said to both of them. I go, this is weird. Two things I like a lot. I like bridges because yeah. I, some of the bridges are so old and so historical. I think it's cool. I'm not okay. a, no desire to ever be an architect, no. but I do admire bridges. Yeah. The other thing is train stations. Right. I think are cool as shit. Right. Especially, especially the, historic ones. Especially the one in New York and the one in Los Angeles are incredible. Yeah. Oh, agree 100%. Yeah. Union, Union Station is yeah. fantastic. And San Diego is great, too. For, Santa and, and, Fe Train Depot is great. It, it is. There. I agree. Much smaller than the other two exactly. we're talking about. But, but it has very, the history. Very cool. Yeah. Love it. Feels like you're going back 100 years. So, all right. Give me the breakdown. because Give me the body language of the three people in your traveling party now that you've arrived in New York. Because I can tell you, having traveled with a friend. Yeah. From San Diego, when I hit it, it took a second, like you said. It's a little bit like when you jump in a cold pool yes, or the pool water feels cold. 
But then all of a sudden you get used to it and you go, yeah. And then there's other people like, I want out of the water. Were the three of you immediately kind of going, holy shit, we got to soak this all in? Or was there an adjustment period? No, it was, holy shit, let's get to the hotel so we can get rid of the suitcase. It's one less thing to have to watch. True. That's how we felt. Just that get rid of sense. the suitcase and let's get back out on the street. That's okay, kinda, that was kind of the deal. So now you come out of Grand Central yeah. and the crazy, well, yeah, you're right We're walking there. about 10 blocks to the hotel yeah. from there. We're fast staying. 10 blocks though, right? Everything so, was fast. Now, like, can you imagine going out here, Dave? I, I won't say yeah. the street. But you know the street that I take yeah. a left on? 10 blocks would probably take you up to, I don't know, pretty far. It'd feel like it'd take you a yeah. fucking month. But exactly. there's so much to see. You never get tired. So much going on. Yeah. They're like, shit, like every corner. Okay, e so everything. now you're out on the street, and are you are you just going, holy fuck, here I am. Yeah. I'm here. Well, it, it, it's funny. is Josh and I were, and my wife was kind of quiet on the way things were. I mean, she was excited about the trip, but this was definitely a trip that was the idea of my son and myself. Sure. And... I mean, we're like hitting each other on the train. Right. Like, holy shit, here it is. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. It. I mean, the excitement factor was through the roof. And it it's might sound Fucking ridiculous best. to anyone else, but I've waited my entire life to do it. I get it completely. Okay. Yeah. So, and anyone who's ever been in New York and has been there a million times probably thinks I'm insane. But I'm telling you, the excitement factor was, I, I can't compare it to anything else that I wanted to right. see. This was it. This is my one big bucket list thing. If I, if I died delivered. next week, I, this is what I wanted to see. Yeah, and it delivered, right? Yeah. How many things, like you said, Dave, how many things do you get to and you go, fuck? All yeah. right. So now you're walking, going to the hotel. Now, give yeah. me an idea. It's about, about about five, about whatever. What did I say? Ten blocks or so. Yeah. So and we, we dropped the stuff off quickly. Where'd you stay? Like, we what stayed part in of Times Square. Holy and, and fuck. I understand Perfect. it's filled with tourists, but we didn't give a shit. We were exactly. like, we're not going to be here. We want to be in Times Square. We, we know there's a ton of stuff from exactly. there. Exactly. Boom, we drop the stuff off. Boom, we're back on the street. And All and, three of you. All three of you. We're still dead tired. Nobody has really sure. slept, but we didn't give a shit. We wanted to go. And yeah. from there, we're like, what do we try first? We're going for the street dogs. Right. We're going pizza. Right. We're going, you know, and all of a sudden, boom, we run into Rockefeller Center. Right. Which is two blocks from the hotel. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, holy shit, there's the stat, there's the gold yeah. statue. There's ice right there during a couple months. And all of a sudden, you look over and it goes, there's Jimmy Fallon. There's Radio City. There's there's Stephen Colbert. You can yeah. see everything within two blocks. That's what I told you, right? It's yeah. the craziest shit. I, it, was, it was so shocking. I know you said everything's right there, but when I say everything's right there, everything just starts hitting you in the face. Yeah. All the movies, everything you ever thought about New York, it's almost like they rolled it out for you yeah. right there. So you just start walking. All of a sudden, you feel a comfort. You don't feel like an outsider. Um, no point did I feel... Um, feel uh, uncomfortable after we dropped off the luggage like i felt like i was part of the city it's so great it was it was, yeah. it was it was so fantastic so anyway we i don't know where the hell we ate the first meal it wasn't it wasn't anything great it was just something to put sure. fuel in our stomach hit central park we walked central park's gigantic yeah i mean it for people to go out central park if you were to run through central park it would take you a day it, it's oh, so forever. so fucking big we walked around and I, I said to, we didn't go with any tours. We just kind of wanted to see nice. what the hell we were going to do. And I said to Josh, I go, Jeff mentioned the Dakota. Uh huh. I go, how far are we? Pull out your phone. And so he goes, man, we are like 500 yards from the Dakota right now. Fuck. If we walk out of Central Park West, it's right basically through right fields. there. Yeah. That's it. And that was crazy. And yeah, then all of a sudden we walked up. All those up. fuckers sitting there with the guitar. Yeah. Butchering, <laughs> butchering Imagine. <laughs> Okay, so that, now, now when you walk through, did you see Dave the thing in the ground, the big imagined thing, the kind of the? No, I didn't. I didn't recognize that part. I was okay. looking for for that, but I know exactly. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. And so, here's the deal with me and death. By the way, I have, I have no issue with death. I know a lot of yeah. people do, unless it's an unjustified death. Sure. John Lennon was wasn't a, a death that was justified. 
And so we, we come up, and I could see just from what I've Googled before that this is the Dakota. Gives you chills, huh? It was crazy sad, you know? And yeah, so, right, right. And it, I, I think both of us would say uh, neither one of us are a Beatles guy. Yeah. But it impacts you, like, yeah. I mean, I exactly. thought John Lennon. I thought John Lennon yeah. was pretty badass. A- absolutely. And I was, I mean, I don't know, I was eight, nine years old when he died. Yeah, 1980. And so I'm sitting there looking, uh, you know, right before, by the way, we, we got there, we're looking up where Howard Stern lived. Because I was okay. telling you, I go, Howard Stern lives around here somewhere, I'm thinking. You look up, and Howard Stern's right outside Central Park, too, and you see where his building is and Fuck. what floors he has. Howard Stern, if you listen to a show, is a huge John Lennon fan. Mm-hmm. Dude, he lives, you know, throwing a baseball distance away from okay. where John Lennon died. That close, huh? That close. And so walk over to the Dakota, and I asked the guy in front of the gate. I said, look, I know I'm probably the 80th person to ask you this question, but is this is this the spot? And he goes, you're the 800th person today. Yeah. Ask me that question. Well, as I, I'm saying that, I look over behind me, and there's this girl and her boyfriend are so inappropriate taking pictures, and the way they're posing in front. I mean, you, Jeff said it to me on the phone when I told him where I was. I didn't share a lot of details, but you said, why don't you just lay face down in the yeah. cement? I mean, I wish I would have said that line to her. Like, hey, yeah. hey, honey, why don't you just lay face down in the cement? Yeah. It was it was so embarrassing the way they were acting. And, you know, uh, Josh and Rita said, hey, you want to get a picture? And I said, yeah. And they go, well, get in there. And I said, I'm not getting in there. I, I go, it's disrespectful. I don't want to be in the picture. I just want yeah. a picture of this doorway. Yeah, of, of of the entrance, you know where correct because was. explain, Dave. There's a gate, and then you drive, where the guard then, is, yeah. but you can see kind of right through it, just kind of like where everybody you, lives. Yeah, where the whole thing is, and sadly, where it all went down. Where it all went down, and so yeah, it was very, it was very sad. Yeah, and um, you've seen that picture with Mark David Chapman. You realize times. where you're standing right yeah. there is where John Lennon comes out of that building, signs an autograph. Yeah, I think the uh, the album. I think he signed the album. The album had just come out, and like that picture of the two of them, and you go, "Fuck, man, this is right where you're crazy. standing." Yeah, All really right. crazy, really crazy. So we we leave that area and we're walking around. Next thing you know, boom, we walk right into Trump Plaza. And like oh, all of a sudden, you look okay. over and you're right standing right in front of Trump Plaza. Which, by the way, that guy has like the greatest location in, in New yeah. York. He knew what he was doing. I mean, he's Central yeah. Park West is right there. You have the subway right there. I mean, as soon as you walk yeah. out of that building, everything you need in New York is. He's dead center, perfect in yeah. New York City. Um, there are a lot of lot of police officers around, you know, uh, police officers. Because isn't is the son there? I think the son's there, and is Melania yeah. there? Um, I, no, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if the families if the family's there, but right. I think I a lot the, of it has to do the with kids there, protesters, I think and all, all that there. shit. Yeah, you know. Um, but it, w- it was it was clean. It was nothing crazy. There are a couple of people walking around cussing at the building. You know what I mean? Flicking yeah. the building off and the whole deal. Um, Hillary and Bill. <laughs> Hillary and Bill were sitting there flicking the building off and spitting on the steps. <laughs> yes, that that was that was it. So we're 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 sitting there walking around. Did you said you you just don't get tired? I have the the Fitbit right. thing on my wrist. I kept looking down. You know, you're lucky to get ten thousand steps if you're yeah. in San Diego. We were averaging twenty five to thirty thousand yeah, every day, like I mean, Super that, Bowl. Yeah, Remember that shit. Yeah, that's why I said I go. My record's twenty two when Jeff and I were in San Francisco. Yeah. And I said, this thing is insane that we're setting it up. So bad that I had to buy like another pair of shoes. I never, put, I never had foot problems in my life. I had to I yeah. put a big bone spur in my foot. Oh, like, fuck. I can't forget what the fuck's wrong with the bottom of my foot. But it, anyway, it was 100% worth it. I love the fact the energy part. What I mean by that is you run into people sometimes have the, the high energy. Yeah. like Almost like, uh, um, what, what, what's the dog that always jumps around all the time? Oh, Jack like, Russell. Yeah. And you go, man, I go, I kind of wish I had that kind of energy. And then you realize those people are exhausting. But 
Like no naps, no like no. I can't go any further. It was like why give up the time? Why give up the time? Yeah. I it, mean like all right, Dave, I'm gonna give you a couple things yeah. and just tell me initial impression. In Times Square, when you see the ribbon, like the Good Morning America yeah. building, oh, we you saw see that, that. Yeah. you know what I mean? That was really cool. Like when you see that, you're like, holy shit, right? Yeah. What was crazy is right where that building is, there used to be the ESPN zone. Yeah. And I did a show from there that night. And it's like you just walk. I'll just give you a couple of different things. Uh, Times Square as a whole, letter grade, what'd you give it? A. Right? A. Right. Yeah, not disappointing at all. Huge, That's, huge. It's not small either. Bigger, no. bigger than what you think. But when you look up and your New Year's Eve will never be yeah. the same, right? Yeah. Well, it's funny. We, my wife and I were saying just watching Law and Order isn't the same. Oh, yeah, funny. They don't have enough people on the street is what we keep saying is we're watching yeah. Law and Order. Uh, yeah, same thing. Yeah, nothing's nothing's the same. And I still don't know New York well enough to to recognize every single no, area where so. I'm at. But it was the, the buildings are fa- fascinating. Everything right. is so tall and and it's old. It's like as I like San Francisco, but man, it's pretty incredible. They, right. It's just the most energy I've ever felt at, at one place. All right, I'm gonna go through a couple of different yeah. things you did. Uh, the one that I want to hear about that you did was the NBC tour because yeah. that that to me. Keep in mind, I did it so long ago. Yeah. Rosie O'Donnell had her talk show going at yeah. that time. Conan was at yeah. NBC. But just as you come into, for you, when you came into 30 Rock, when you see that marquee that says the Rainbow Room and NBC, yeah. directly across the street from Radio City, it's really crazy how close everything is. But for you, when you kind of go through, you're a huge Saturday Night Live huge, guy. Huge, yeah. Absolutely. This is the last day. I'll, I'll get, get jump back to my second name, but I'll tell you about the, the last day of SNL. Because we, I looked up the NBC tour. You said, hey, you got to take the NBC tour. And it tells you exactly when it's when it's the easiest time to get in and the hardest time to get in. Basically, the easiest time to get in is 8 o'clock in the morning. And if you don't oh, get wow. in at 8, good fucking luck. You know what I mean? Wow. It, it's really yeah. tough. Getting, on, getting Saturday Night Live tickets is almost impossible. So. Yeah. If you want to go to Saturday Night Live, it's it's you send an email in. You got to know somebody, right? You have to know someone. There's a one yeah. percent chance you're going to get into an email. Okay, one yeah. percent. <laughs> and after that, they'll give some tickets away, but you have to get in line Wednesday morning on the sidewalk, stay in that spot on the sidewalk, like a Duke basketball game, yeah, yeah, yeah. till Saturday night at eleven thirty, in hopes that you get in. God damn, no, no guarantee you're getting not in. New York, it's not that man. many seats. There may yeah. be fifty to one hundred oh, yeah, seats in there. Small. And so we, we, we do the tour. We go through, you know, all the new stuff. We go mm-hmm. through Megan Kelly was there. The, oh, the, wow. the, the whole deal. Um, Dateline. Your, yeah, your boy Lester Holt. You know, the, the funniest fucking setup. Am I lying? Is yeah. the garage is bigger than yeah, the, Daylight? Yeah, absolutely. Our, where we're right now is is bigger than where uh, Lester Holt sits. Um, but we do go through that. That's fine. I've been in TV stations sure. a bunch. I, that, that's not what I was waiting for. SNL, Jeff, I thought we were going to look at almost through a glass. Like, that's the set down there. Yeah. That's not what happened at all. They let you in. I mean, we oh, went see, in. Oh, see, that's different. For us, we were up above in a window. We got to see everything. Yeah. You could see the breakdown, but we didn't get to go on the floor. That's fantastic. They let us in. We sat in the seats. Come on. No. they. Nice. It, was, it was really cool. And so we Small sat Small in there? Crazy small. So as people know, where the, where the host comes sure. out. Sure. It's very small. It's only two steps down or whatever, yeah. and the stage is six feet long, but then the stage is on rollers and can roll out. Yeah. So those people, when you're watching SNL that are on the floor during the monologue, those people are gone, man, after the monologue. They clear that floor off, and so oh, only wow. the people up top get to stay. So you're you're sitting there, and you go, okay, to the, to the right of the stage where they come and do the monologue is where the music is, and where the music is, is Kanye West is going to be uh, the music guest next week. So yeah. his, his guys were setting up. 
So the premiere, oh, wow. so it's SNL starts Saturday. Yeah. Kanye West guys wearing their freaking out the lighting, the sound, everything. They go, here's the deal. We give you this box. Anything that Adele wants, Taylor Swift wants, Kanye wants, they bring it themselves. If you want smoke, you want an egg, you want fire, you want, you, we, we let you do anything you want as long as it's not dangerous to the audience. Okay. And so, he goes, but it's your dime. You pay for it. Holy shit. So th- this is how a lot of the people launch these songs. So like, yeah. Kanye was there two weeks ahead of time setting right. up that one box. Right. Getting ready to go. To the to the left, there's only one more square. There's only three squares total. They're all very small. Yeah. And all the shit goes down there. And if something spills or there's a, a mess, then they bring that down onto the floor where the audience was sitting. Wow. So the, all the sets, I, I go, how are the sets done so fast? And they go, everything's done in Brooklyn. And they bring it over in pieces. And a lot of shit we just throw out in the street and go, that's not going to work. But SNL is such a big deal that the entire NBC building, which is gigantic, you've seen it a million times if you watched yeah. Letterman when Letterman was was on NBC, they said that whole building shuts down on Saturday for Saturday Night Live. It takes up that much space and, and that Fuck. that much shit. It's a it's cr- it's a crazy show to to put together. But that for me that was that was awesome. Then we went through Fallon. We went through Fallon yeah. Studio. We did a, a did you guys do a bit where you were part of a show? Like they had a they had Seth Meyers set. And they had, uh, there's a girl from Scotland who was, they go, who wants to be the host of the show? And she raises her hand. I think they had some of that, you know, yeah. like anytime you take that studio tour, right? Yeah. Where you can do like the weather, the green screen and yeah. all that shit. Yeah. And so. But fun though, right? I was, mean, what the NBC tour run it, yet? I it, wouldn't it, even. It was nothing. It was. Uh, 20, 20 bucks? 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. They gave us the pin. You keep the pin. <laughs> but, yeah. But it was, it was really cool. I was disappointed. My, my son couldn't get out of bed to make that one. So he missed it? He missed it. He's like, and Josh is the ultimate guy that always uses the line you don't remember the day you stayed home right and so he just says fuck i regret not going but he, we we're just so beat to shit after walking i got to tell you about day two because day two finished with uh, uh, well i'll tell you how the whole thing went real quick we basically we go to soho okay nice i have a, I have a nephew from encinitas who's making his home now in new york city for the last eight years fuck. went to a really popular restaurant i had no idea that this restaurant was a big deal but like justin bieber was just in nice. and taylor swift comes in and the owner of the 76ers lives across the street. And I asked Pat him. Pat Croce? <laughs> no, Pat I don't. Croce anymore. <laughs> no, so I asked him, I go, how much is his apartment? Because oh, you could see it right from the restaurant. And he yeah. gets 40000 a month for his apartment. God damn. That seems crazy, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. 40000 a month. So we're, we're in a, a small, nice restaurant. Places, if you ever go, it's called The Smile. Uh, okay. Our friend Katie Moger said she never had yeah. the guts to try and go in, but she goes, maybe I'll try and make a run at it. But it's just, it's one of those restaurants that's under the street. You go down a couple nice. steps under the street, the building is yeah. 200 years old. It was it was pretty fascinating. Soho's obviously shopping district. If you're interested in getting stuff, the whole deal. We go from there. We walk through uh, City Hall. We walk across the okay. Brooklyn Bridge, right? Which was nice. awesome. You walk across. I would recommend anyone walk across the Brooklyn Bridge. It's about a mile and a half long. Okay, you won't even realize it's a mile and a half. No. You look to your right. The Statue of Liberty is right there. Yeah, I mean you can see it right there. Yeah. So you, you, you're going through. The one thing about the Brooklyn Bridge is there are people on bikes that fucking that go yeah, a million miles an hour. I mean, you're gonna, you'll <laughs> lose an arm. Shit, if you don't yeah. stay in your lane, you're going to lose an stay arm. Stay in your lane, dick. Um, and these guys go flying by so fucking fast. But we, we go to the other side of the Brooklyn Bridge. Boom, I try a dog, a street dog. Okay. Okay, just like you said. With the crowd, the whole deal. You know? Oh, shit. Put it yeah. on. And uh, it was, it was, everything was awesome. We're going, this right. is the New York experience. Loving every second of this, Jeff. Right. And I'm thinking, thinking of you a lot because you told me all the stuff that I got to see. And Josh says, I want to see the Biggie mural, okay? Oh, and, wow, yeah, cool. And everybody, every New Yorker we ran into when we said, this is what we're going to do, they all said, don't fucking do it. They go, no joke, it's not safe, don't do it. I'm telling you right now, I've been in New York my whole life, you're fucking around with your own life, don't do it. 
Really? And yeah, it's that dangerous of an area. And so Josh goes, we're fucking doing it. And yeah. So we told the Uber driver where we're going, and it's an Asian guy that goes, what? And <laughs> and Josh says, look, don't even get out of the car. We're going to take a, a two-minute picture, and we're, we're getting back in the car. And he said, I'd see my dad to take the picture. He Josh was only one and in. And he goes, I'm jumping back in. And the guy goes, fuck no. He goes, I'm not stopping the car. And he goes, wow. when you get out, I'm leaving. And so I'm like, fucking Josh. I'm like, you're going to get us killed. You know, we're going to fight somewhere. Yeah. We're, we're in trouble. Everyone has told us we're making a huge mistake. We get in front of this big mural. I told Josh, call another Uber as we're as we're about to get there. So it's just almost instantaneously. Picture in the car, gone. Yeah. All right. So get out of the car. We're looking Ubers two minutes away. Going to take this picture. Fucking Uber realizes where he's going. Cancels. Next Uber cancels. Next Uber cancels. Now, and I was a smart ass. I find a West Coast. I shoot a West Coast sign. Nice. And like if I in front Stupid. of the fucking thing, people are coming out. They're, I mean, they're pissed. You know, yeah, yeah, stupid. I couldn't have done anything dumber. Now I'm waiting 20 minutes for a fucking car <laughs> as people are starting to approach. Wow. Yeah, they aren't happy. Number one, they they don't want happy to see white people there. They weren't happy yeah. to see people taking pictures from a mural because it says no pictures, no crowds. There's a huge sign tells you not to do what we did. Oh shit. And then I flash a West Coast sign. What an idiot. Well, <laughs> it was supposed to be funny for Instagram. Might yeah. have been the last picture I took. You can't even see you in the picture. Oh it looks like he took the picture from a mile away. <laughs> I didn't even realize you're in it. I did it for the guy that always sends the picture with you and I, with me driving Tupac. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I said it. Tupac, we don't forget. They didn't think it was fucking funny. And then uh, finally we get the hell out of there. Okay. Go, go to Barclay Center. Oh, nice. Okay. We go nice. from, from there to Barclay Center, which I don't know if you've ever been before. No, we, I haven't been there. It hadn't been built when I was oh, there. Okay. So we, we hit Barclay Center, and now we're like, all right, we're about done with Brooklyn, but we got to try Juliana's Pizza. Nice. That's where our friend Katie Mosher said yes. to go. She was, she was right. That was the yeah. best pizza we had. Really? Juliana's in Brooklyn was outstanding, right okay. outside the bridge. I mean, you walk basically right back to the bridge after that. Now, let me ask you, on the pizza move, are you going the same style you know what I mean, Dave? Yeah, the margarita pizza with, you know, sausage and, and uh, pepperoni, you know, pepperoni, extra cheese, all that shit. Okay, you know? like you're kind of hitting it there. Yeah, because I wanted to be able to judge all of them equally, so I kind of ordered the right. same pizza for okay. a reason. right. You know, that was that was the deal. So anyway, we, to, to cut through, we, we walk across the Brooklyn Bridge again. We want to see Ground Zero. Okay, okay? got it. And we're going to walk to that, too. I mean, mm -hmm. everything's walk. We aren't Ubering anywhere. Right. We all want to do this. If, if you're from New York, you're listening, like, that's a lot of fucking walking. It was. So we end up going to Ground Zero. You've been, right? Yeah, it was in the trade center. Okay. Were you, uh, so you went in 2001, right? That same year? Well, I was in 2001, but I've been there right? twice before. Okay. And I was actually in that lobby that they show where those firefighters are. Yeah, I was lucky enough, Dave. To me, when you talk about the energy of New York, you would have loved the Trade Center because as you came up, you could look up and you've seen what oh, the yeah. building looked like at night when it was lit up. Yeah. But you would come out there and all those things that you've talked about from the the street food vendor guys were all around there. Yeah. But then I remember there was an insanely cool Borders bookstore. And I mean, I, I'm just telling you, yeah. guys I like remember. the A-list celebrities of all A-list celebrities would be there for book signings. Yeah. That's like where Stern would do his things and you would come up in the whole thing. Now, I never went to the top of the World Trade Center, just figured you yeah. can do it whenever. But I've been in that lobby probably four or five times. But then you'll understand this. Um, December of 01, I'm back there. Yeah. Stayed right in Midtown. Went to Ground Zero, and it was literally the only place in New York City that was completely quiet. 
Yeah. And it was, it was quiet too. The only thing you heard was just the backing up of the, you know, the, the trucks. Yeah, the trucks. So the, the beep, beep, beep. When you went back in, uh, I mean, you went three months after the whole yeah. tragedy happened. Did, what, what did they have at, around? It was, this is what was crazy at that point. So we're, like you said, we're probably about 90 days out. Yeah. There is still a mountain of debris as tall as your house. Yeah. But what was still sitting right there that I looked at, somewhere I've got pictures of it. Yeah. Is the I I should have brought this goddamn goddamn I was at my storage unit today with my photo album I fucking never even thought of a helicopter over old Yankee Stadium and shit and the World Trade Center and everything I'll bring it uh, yeah I'll try to run I'll by like there to tomorrow. Um, what was still sitting right there was there was a piece of the facade of the World Trade Center that stayed standing that kind of looks like a tuning fork. Yeah, I know exactly. You know what I'm talking yeah, the about? Yeah, bottom. Yeah, and that was still right there. Yeah. And that, that to me, um, I'm lucky I didn't lose anybody. Unlike Bobo, I didn't lose anybody on 9-11. Um, but that that hit me so hard being back there. Yeah. Because I, Dave, what you're telling me about New York is exactly what I felt about New York. I, I loved it. I loved the whole thing. But if I had one area and it's not, you know, revisionist history. To me, when I looked at New York City, we'll talk about going to the garden because you were in the yeah. garden. We'll talk about all that stuff. But I, I'm an energy guy. I'm an yeah, adrenaline guy. And and when I was there at the base of the Trade Center, I was like, holy fuck, this is, this is life, man. This yeah. is where it's got to be. And to be there and just see that one little piece of the facade and realize what was in front of me for all those people, like you said, Dave, that are moving at a million miles an hour and... I mean, you hear more cuss words in New York City yeah. per capita than anywhere in the world. Um, man, it just hit me like a yeah. it, it hit me like a wrecking ball. Devastated. Yeah. Us too. And I haven't been back. I haven't been back to New York in. Were there people like you standing around? Like, I mean, well, the city's filled of tourists. But were there people yeah, like you that wanted to see? I, I should have said to you, uh, the the hotel where I stayed. It was you were right below. You were at the Empire State Building. Yeah. I stayed directly below the Empire State Building. There's like a, it's like a Holiday Inn yeah. hotel now. And I stayed right there. And I had been there for about four days. And the guy working the door was really cool. <clears throat> said, what are you doing? I'm in from San Diego. Work a pleasure. I said, a little bit of both. He said, what do you do? I, do? I said, I do talk radio. And so we hit it off, talking sports, the whole thing. And I had said to that guy, whatever his name was, I said, look, man, I, I don't. I, I've been to the Trade Center before. I loved it. And I said, but I don't want to be disrespectful. I'll never forget what he said to me. He goes, Jeff, uh, go there, take it all in, <clears throat> and then tell people what you see. And he said, do me a favor. Remind people that New York City is open for business. Yeah. And I was like, God, it gave me like, I was like, whoa. Yeah. And I did. Can't remember if that was the night that we were on from... <clears throat> I did two shows back there, one yeah. from the ESPN Zone, the other one from Howard Cosell's old studio That's at cool. ABC Radio, which was that. fun. But I just appreciate how yeah. great that guy was. So, yeah, but Dave, at that time, too, there was still, I mean, I, I see it like it was yesterday. There were still the pictures of the people missing yeah. up and down the wall. There was still the whole street coming in was closed off. You know, that whole, remember the yeah. mosque? Like a couple of years ago, like the whole controversy oh, yeah. about all that. Yeah. Um, all that area 
was just shut down. And I had remembered just being on that street, man. And yeah. the street was just like, it's like, it's like Fifth Avenue downtown San Diego where there's so many d- yeah. different things going and then it was just all gone. Felt like you were on a movie set. It was weird. It does. It uh, it does. It feels like another park almost. Like, yeah. I mean, it just is no. Did you go in the museum? No, we went. We went. It was late at night by this time. So now I, mean, I say late at night. It was like nine nine thirty at night. I didn't okay. need to go in any museum. I mean, I've yeah. I've done enough. It was. It, I'll say this. Going was really hard. It really yeah. it really hit me hard. Really shocked me how much it affected. Me. Like I wanted to see this. If I could, I would have said go in there. It would have been behind Yankee Stadium. Would have been the number two thing I wanted mm-hmm. to see. As you said, I felt like uh, I owe it to the people to go. You know. Yeah. Here, here's the deal. We walk up on it, and I'm looking up to the sky because everybody's seen the building and the light yeah, that new shoots up to the sky. Amazing. That, yeah, and you're, you're looking up that tower, and you're going, okay, there's the light. We're, th- we're coming around the corner. We know we're close. You know, we're, the whole time we're walking around, you know, Josh has his phone out, the map's telling us exactly where to go. And so we, we come up on it, and they have two giant squares mm-hmm. where the buildings were. Yeah. And so the buildings are down, and they have the – the water inside and no one's really talking there are a lot enough a lot of people there for 9 30 at night on a on a monday night yeah and we're sitting there we walk up on it and josh is to my left and all of a sudden we just stopped talking right you know, because it but i think if either one of us said a word we would have broken out crying right and so here's where it gets emotional is number one you're we're standing in front of one square not realizing that the other square is just mm-hmm. right over there too and if it was daytime maybe i would have noticed but there are lights and there's water and then you look down and you realize, Jeff, all the names are in front of you. They're right. all the, the, around the square, about waist level, have all the names of the people. And then there's a sign. You look over and it says, please touch the names. They ask you. They said, if you're here, touch the names, uh, you know, as, as a memory to the people that died during oh, this wow, horrible like day. That. Well, dude, as soon as you touch the names, man, yeah. tears start coming down your face. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, everything was hard. And then when you touch the names, it was a million times harder. Yeah. And you just go, holy shit. You know, you're, every name you touch is someone that died unexpectedly that day. God, yeah. damn. see, I wish I would have. I wish I would known that because I would told yeah. you write down that guy's name. I write touched, down that well, guy's I watched, name. I touched a million names. I mean, I touched. Yeah. I don't say a million, but I touched as many names as I could. Yeah. I just walked around the, the squares and walked went went over to the other one. It's did the same thing. Man. Yeah. It was it was tough. I mean, we didn't say anything. Like Rita, Josh, and I, we couldn't talk. We you just couldn't talk, man. It talked no. about taking your breath away. How sad it was. It was so hard and so sad. It was it was worse than uh, I don't want to say it was worse than that day, but man, it brought everything back. And and as I said to to Josh the next day, because I couldn't even discuss it with him what I was feeling. Mm-hmm. I, I said to you, I said I have no problem with death, but I go, this is the biggest unjustified death. It was the biggest cheap shot, and it made you f- so fucking mad and so fucking sad on nine eleven when it happened. And then yeah. if you sit there, you just the, all the emotions came back from the night you and I were doing the shows. You know, yeah. To me, uh, again, if, if people that have lived in new york right i'm just telling you from a from a tourist perspective and somebody who loves that city the way i felt when i would go to the trade center and i'd been there a couple of different times prior to the accident i always felt like that was kind of the big brother of new york city i always felt like that area where times square was kind of the craziness right you had kind of like if you think of if you think of them as kind of family members i would say Times Square is kind of the crazy little brother yeah. where everything's going on. Kind of Central Park and the art district is maybe the sister that's yeah. got kind of, you know, got her shit together yeah. and is kind of the the matriarch of everything. But to me, the World Trade Center area kind of felt like the older brother, the mature area, the whole thing. And when you yeah. went there, it was just it was 
unbelievable. It was unbelievable, Dave, when you would go into the lobby. For me, I always wanted to go there. Now, I, I, I didn't have a big interest in going up to the top because I, yeah. I'd been over New York City in a helicopter. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, But when you would go in that lobby and there were so many people flying around to elevators and escalators up and down, retailing, yeah. people working, and you were just like, God damn, is this awesome. Yeah. And to be there and to watch it all. And I would just go, like you said, Dunkin' Donuts, man. Yeah. You would just go in there and you'd get a, a donut a, and uh, just hang out and watch everything. The people watching was amazing. It is and amazing. Just, They're almost like robots. Everybody's walking so fast. Nobody makes eye contact yeah. and it's shit to do. I got shit to do. Get out of my way. Yeah. And this was no, I mean, I'm trying to think, probably 99 and 2000. 95 i remember one of them so maybe 95 99 type thing um there was so much energy yeah in that place that to go back there in 2001 i i really did i felt like i knew every one of those people i yeah. felt like i knew every one of those people that you touched Dave, because i just sat there nobody said anything to me i was, yeah. I was just hanging out and you go, fuck, man, I could just get my New York Post and the yeah. Daily News and I could sit here. I could tell that guy, fuck you, and have <laughs> yeah, no problem could. at all. And uh, I just sat there with the biggest smile on my face. And then to have that happen, yeah, I, it's my buddy Lou. We talk about it all the time. I always thank him for getting me down there yeah. uh, to understand what it's all about. Because, yeah, I feel, like I, I feel like I knew every one of those people because I watched uh, so many people moving around. Oh, you, you would have loved that. Ooh. Although I'm sure now... Did you go into the new building, or was the new we, building closed? No, we didn't go in the new building. We there's they're, they're building that whole area back up, and there's yeah. tons of signs telling you, please come back. We're building this up. Yeah, good. And they have a big, giant mall over there where you have to walk through to get on the subway, so we walked through that, and the, the architecture is ridiculous in there, too. But it was that that was big, and that was exhausting. So, I mean, not only have we walked all day. And yeah, we're, mentally we're, draining, we're, right? We're, yeah, and now we're like, okay, it, it's it's late. I mean, it's 11 o'clock at night, and we're going, all right, let's head back to the hotel. And then, <laughs> then we said, fuck it. We're going to the Empire State Building. Oh, nice. And we're all on the same day. We're, this this honestly, going back, when I look back at my life, I'll say this was probably the greatest day of my life. Yeah. Uh, all this the shit Martinique. I, that yeah. was the name of the hotel, yeah. the Martinique. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Well, yeah. Outside of marrying my wife, who's staring at me right now because her me, she was out of the house and walked back in the house, walked back in the garage. Yeah, keep, keep moving. <laughs> so, uh, bye. Um, <laughs> so, uh, speaking of, speaking of that, all right, uh, two, two arguments, okay, during okay. the week. All right, so here you go. One right before we get to the World Trade Center. Again, we feel the energy. We're going closer. Okay? Yeah, we know it's going to come around the corner. We're going to hit it. And it, we're and my son and I are quiet because we realize what's about to happen. It's disrespectful to almost talk, you know. Yeah. Right before we, we walk on it, here's my wife. That is the biggest Urban Outfitters I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I completely ripped it right up. Number one, she's never been in an Urban Outfitters in her whole fucking life. Why do you fucking care? Everything's big there. Lion Kings. Yeah. I'm like, God dang it. And right before Jesus. we walked in the Yankee Stadium, like Yankee Stadium was right to my left. I realized I'm about to see it for the yeah. first time. Cathedral. Hey, look at that McDonald's over there. And I went, what? Oh, my God. That was the, and then I bit her head off, and then she wouldn't talk to me for like three hours, and then I uh, apologized. Um, good but, for you. Yeah, those were the two big ones. Urban Outfitters, right before nine, Ground Zero, and fucking uh, Yankee Stadium and McDonald's. Who gives a shit? Who gives a <laughs> shit? <laughs> uh, so, anyway, we go yeah. I got to the Empire State Building. That's what I want to hear, yeah. Because Josh is like, Let's hit the Empire State Building. Yeah. 
And so, have you been in the top ten private yes, building? Yes, I have been. Okay, if, for anyone who's going to go, it is expensive. I'll let yeah, you know for sure. And if you're going to go, and they'll tell you go when it's sunset. It, the line, if you think of the line of Space Mountain's long, you're yeah. in your fucking mind until you see the Empire State Building. It's going to take you a long time. We happened to hit at eleven o'clock at night. There was no line. How late did they run that? Twelve o'clock. Okay, cool. we closed it down. Got it. Okay, and and it wasn't foggy or anything. You could see. Obviously, you couldn't see what you'd probably see in the daytime. Didn't matter. Boom, you pay the money. Yeah. 86th floor. Right. And then if you want to pay an extra 20, 102nd floor. And oh. Josh was like, dude, I'm paying it. We're going. It was so fucking windy up on the 86th right. floor. I mean, I, I had a hat on. I had to take my hat off because it was about to blow right off. I said, Josh, if we go to the 102nd floor, it, it's we won't be able to handle the wind. It, right now, we could barely stand. It's that windy. I think I went to 102. I'm not Did sure. Did you go to 102? I'll bring the pictures down. Oh my we'll God. figure out where we were. Yeah, I think I'm at 102. He wanted He wanted to go. It was so fucking windy. I said, no wonder King Kong couldn't fucking stand yeah, up here. Shit. He got blown right off. Yeah. It, it, was, it was awesome. It, was, it, it is. It was yeah. coolest. If I, you were to ask me, what are the five coolest things you've seen with your own eyes? Right. And the Empire State Building's in my top five. Yeah. I loved it. I couldn't even when I got back on the ground, I couldn't stop staring at the Empire State Building. It's funny. I have a storage unit. I was in it today. Completely ignored the yeah. photo album that I looked at twice of New York pictures that I should have brought down here. But I'll swing by and get it. And uh, in that storage unit, I have like I I didn't buy much from New York, but I bought a tube poster from the empire state building yeah it's one of those white tubes david's the craziest shit i still don't know what it's a picture of really like i bought it on that day and i brought it home and i refuse to pull it out yeah i'll take it and get that in your new house that's what i think i'll do i think i'll get it i'll get it framed and i'll i'll figure out what it was i agree with you we were there so we it was december and keep in mind dave it's so funny to hear that because all the places that i went to we just nobody was there so yeah. the, we had no problems getting in and we were there on a cold day because we're there in december they had just had the macy's day parade yeah so you could look down and the star was still there kind of where everybody stopped for that it was right after thanksgiving and we went out there i agree with you 100 percent. and when you get to the top of that you go god I like everything man yeah that's why it's just different you got to get out and live a little bit you, you can see all the burrows from, yeah. from right there it's it, it was you see the Statue of Liberty from there. Right. It's 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 amazing. Now what uh, now what you guys got to see that I didn't? How cool did the new Freedom Tower, whatever they're calling it? How cool did that look from up there? Because remember where yeah. I was at at the Empire City, it, it was you, down. Oh, uh, uh, you know you could see it. You, it was it was great. We tried to take pictures from there, shooting straight down Madison Square Garden. By the way, we walked around Madison Square Garden before we walked up to the Empire City. We were walking yeah. around Madison Square Garden, knowing we were going to go the next day. Yeah. And I said, let's just walk around the building. And my wife's like, my feet are killing me. What do you mean you're going to walk around the building? I want to walk around you the whole to. block. I want to see it. Soak it all in. And then we looked up and realized the Empire State Building is right there. Yeah. And so we're going. And that's yeah. how we ended up doing that's that. That's where one. I stayed. So when I stayed the last time, I think it's a hotel called the Martinique. Yeah. Okay. And the Martinique, you go, is directly below uh, the Empire State Building. And then you went, and that was uh, uh, Penn Station. Yeah. Because now, Dave, in that building right next to Madison Square Garden, uh, the really tall building, that's where WABC. So yeah. I would sit up there with that fucking maniac, Curtis Lewa. <laughs> and. <laughs> At Two Pen Plaza, but yeah. then right outside the garden, um, there's MSG Network across the street. Okay, I wonder yeah. what's there now. But we, I was lucky enough the first time I went there, it was still there. A fucking bar called Toot Shores, which is like the old school 
Mickey Mantle, yeah. Frank Gifford, oh, all really? those fuckers hung out in there. And you went in, Dave. It was old school, man. Oh, but like cool. when you go downstairs yeah. and you see all the restaurants, there's a million of them like it. But when, yeah, when you're walking around the garden and you see it lit that way, right? Yeah. And you think about all the different times you've seen it on TV, you go, fuck, it actually exists. Yeah, it was it was awesome. I mean, I said, there's nothing that disappointed. Empire State Building was, was insane. It was cool to close yeah. it down. You see, it was built in 1930. Yeah. And, it, and it gives you a full list of what everything cost and the workers. Yeah. And he's sitting there going, man, it's amazing the way that building was put together. It was it was awesome. So you, you, you go downstairs and all of a sudden we're walking from there. Our hotel was who knows how many blocks. We didn't give right. a shit. Gives a shit. Yeah. We, I mean, you walked from there to Times Square. Absolutely. Wasn't hard at all to do. Um, wife goes back to the hotel. Josh and like, hey, let's go for another slice of pizza. Let's right. find the next one. You know? <laughs> yeah. And and that was great. That pizza right there, which I which was probably the cheapest one that we paid for. It's maybe $8 a slice. It was fantastic. You know? Okay. And so so now Times it's like 2 Square, in the morning. That- that's what I'm wondering. Times yeah. Square, if you want to get just a slice and a cup, yeah. what's it running? M- million pl- about eight bucks. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, funny. everything was expensive. For the yeah. three of us to eat every meal was about $100. It was, yeah, adds up I mean, you're spending about $300 a day in food for three people. Yeah. It was, it was, I'm not going to lie and tell you it was cheap. It wasn't. But we kept looking at it as, ah, hell, it's Fuck an experience. It. We're on vacation. We haven't taken a vacation in 10 years. Yeah. If we went to Hawaii, by the time we paid for everything in Hawaii, we were looking about the same thing. So, Fuck it. We uh, we didn't think about the money. At least I didn't yeah. think about the money. And then we, uh, you, you know, you're, you're getting done. I'll tell you one thing that was kind of crazy because I kept trying to keep in touch with what the Padres were doing and everything else. You understand why there's an East Coast bias when you go back to the East. Oh, yeah. Not because it's uh, fuck L.A. or fuck San Diego. It's just, just too so fucking late. Right. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, 1030 you, at night. Yeah. Every place I went, whether it was Yankee Stadium or Fenway, you just look up at the out of town scoreboard and it just said night game. That's yeah. all it said next to yeah. it. It's like, well, there's no chance of knowing the score by the no. time. Because if you're going to go to work the next day, if you're a Padre fan, you're living back there, you're going to go to work. You're going to go to bed every night at 1.30 in the morning. So when you come out in the morning, did yeah. you get the post? Did you I get the gra- daily news? You know did what? you I, get anything? I, 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 did, I didn't for a couple reasons. One is I didn't want any bad news while I was there. I didn't know what was exactly going on in the oh, world. Oh, fuck. The, ta- the New York I, tabloids I, are the greatest. And so I just I just didn't want – the tabloids would have been different. I just don't want anything ruining the, the mood. The week was so good, yeah. I didn't want any negativity. You see – you fucked up there because what would have blown you my, your mind, you should have done it every day. Daily news and the and post. And by the way, there aren't newsstands everywhere. I only saw one newsstand the whole time. Is that right? They yeah. used to be all over down in no, Times Square. Not gone. many anymore, huh? No. Here, here's the two things, that, three things that surprised me about it is, number one, the newsstands, which I thought I would see everywhere, did not. Wow. I saw one the entire week. Uh, two, there's hardly a trash can anywhere, which you think would help out a lot. I mean, like every five blocks, maybe there's a trash can. Wow. And three, there are no bathrooms. I mean, when we say, yeah. well, are the homeless guys are going there? Like, every time we had to use a restroom, we just try to find a Best Buy. You know what I mean? Let's right. just go down to find a Best Buy or a, a, a men's you know, clothing store. But yeah. no one would let you use the bathroom anywhere. The the thing I was going to tell you on the paper is you would have freaked out how good the sports pages yeah. are. I mean, the, be- oh, yeah. the best, really the best in the country. Yeah. And they're competing against each other every day. And everything... There's so many good columns and stuff. Oh, yeah. That would have been great. That's uh, cool. When we got there on on Sunday, the Jets game had about a half left, and then we ran into people getting off the subway yeah. from the Jets. Oh, we're in there. Sam Darnold. Right. <laughs> it was so funny. And yeah. every time I'd ask me, how was the game? Not one person spoke English, and which cracked me up. that They were season ticket holders, and they're Darnold fans, and they got the authentic jersey on. They all on. loved it. They, they loved it. And they're, they couldn't have been bigger fans of this sport and loving the Jets. All right, so walk me through. Uh, let's go first. We're going to go Garden first, and then okay. we'll close with Yankee Stadium. Uh, okay, we, yeah, so we go to the Garden on Wednesday night. 
All right. Because that's last Wednesday. So we, 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 we go through our day. We go from Little Italy to back to Madison Square Garden. We had to take a, take a subway. We go sure. right through Penn Station, right. which, which is what I wanted to do. Yeah. I wanted to go up that way through to the, the million way people Dunkin said to Donuts do it. down yeah. there. All that shit going on. Exactly Guys right. getting their shoes shined. It yeah. feels like it, right? It feels it, like everything you've seen on TV. I couldn't that, figure out the subways for shit. Uh, we always had to ask somebody how to do it. And the one lady. Lived in Long Island. She was in Little Italy. I asked a police officer. Oh, by the way, all the NYPDs were the nicest guys in the world. Nice. I asked this. I asked the cop, "Where do I get on the subway to go to Penn Station?" And he and so he starts to give me directions. And then this lady, little lady, asked the same question, and she goes, "Follow him." And I said, "Follow me." And then I said, "I don't know what to do from here. Is it just one station?" She goes, "No, she's going to transfer." And dude, she walked us through everything. She walked oh, us right great. into Madison Square Garden. She lived in Long Island, had to get back on a different train. She couldn't have been nicer to us. Yeah, we would have never fucking figured it out no. ourselves. It was uh, she. She was great. So we, uh, we we come up through Penn Station. We don't yeah. have tickets to the game, so I'm doing the whole I deal. You did the StubHub thing. I did, but here's here's how it worked. I'm looking at it two days earlier. It's a preseason game. Flyers yeah. Rangers. I can get in for 18 bucks. I'm like, they're going to drop, you know? Oh, and then they no. kept shooting up, shooting up. And all of a sudden, oh, you're looking shit. at $80 a ticket. I mean, I'm standing at the window, and the guy's like, 80 bucks. And right before I was about to give the 80, Josh found StubHub for cheaper. It was like 60 bucks. Okay. And still, it's a, it's a, it was a, a total, it cost $74. That was what it was. It was less than that. So right. 74 bucks for both of us. Two two games at Fenway, one Yankee Stadium, one Rangers game, total of seventy four dollars. Yeah, I mean, I was. Did great. Rita go to the hockey game? No, she went across the street. No interest. So she went across the street to uh, Macy's, oh. which which was insane. Yeah, which I know it sounds ridiculous for anyone who's you know, in San Diego. Macy's, it's it's the oldest Macy's. It's nine floors, yeah. crazy clean. It was. They have an Apple store in there, a yeah. Best Buy in there. They get you name the store, they have it inside that Macy's. So she could go and spend her time and not have to yeah. worry about you guys being bored. Nothing. And you could go to the garden and not have to worry about go, her. Go to the garden, and okay. we we shoot we shoot up. <laughs> we go to the garden, and tickets were fine. You know, we weren't we were we we're up high. I think yeah. the, the conversation yeah. you and I going back and forth <laughs> because you couldn't see the scoreboard where we were because there's an overhanging restaurant. See, that was not there when I was. Is there. Is that right? Yeah. Damn. No, that's only that's within the last yeah. five years. And fucking, a, it was bad hockey. I mean, I'm not a hockey aficionado, yeah, no. but I can tell you good hockey. Yeah, I can tell you when you preseason, can dude. It's like yeah. you're judging preseason baseball, oh. judging it like it's bad baseball. Dude, but it would be baseball if guys continuously dropped the ball. Like guys were passing the the puck. They were so the passes were, were so bad. And then when they did hit a guy in the stick, it would bounce off his stick. It's like no one could control the fucking puck. There yeah. were there were eight goals in the first period. Yeah, that might have been the first preseason game I think of the it was. year. I even yeah. said what night did you go? Wednesday, Wednesday. or Thursday? Oh, Wednesday. Yeah. It's probably first game. I'm of yelling the at Lundquist. Fuck Lundquist. You know, I'm <laughs> screaming at him. This guy now, fucking sucks. The whole deal. But when you're in the garden, yeah. you're like, fuck, right? Well, that's cool. Yeah, and then they have the stars in there, like you said, like the like the Walk of Fame. You know what I mean? Were you surprised by how low like the garden to me, Staples Center is so big yeah. from floor to ceiling. That the garden is not, no, but they not, still get a ton of people in there. They get but a ton of people in Yeah. Uh, all uh, the retired numbers. Yeah. Dave DeBusher. Dave DeBush. A lot of shit. And then. <laughs> did you get a Sabat dog or whatever the fuck those are? No, I didn't. I didn't eat it in there. I did get a beer. I've never bought a beer at a sporting event in my life. Oh, I, would, no, I yeah, thought it was okay. ridiculous to yeah, buy a beer, yeah, you know, when you can buy a, a six pack for the same right. price. Yeah, beer was like 13 bucks, but I, I bought a bought a beer. So I'm watching a Rangers game, the whole deal. And um, Any fights or anything? Uh, there were no fights. I was hoping to see some fights. I thought it was preseason. We see some fights. Big damn yeah. deal. 
No, the the energy was great. Okay. I mean, I said you know, I've seen everybody in the Ranger jerseys. A couple of Flyer fans are getting screamed at. Yeah, it was fantastic. That was awesome. Yeah, but it was it was everything, man. It was everything yeah. you thought it was going to be. It was it was cool. I mean, even if it wasn't the Knicks, it was fine. That it was the Rangers because it was, it's now. the Rangers. It's a bucket like list, said, man. It was a bucket list. Yeah, it, it, it was. Cool. We walked around the the bottom, looking at the different stars of all the celebrities been in there. Billy Joel, who was performing like two days later, right? And you're looking around, and we couldn't find Kobe. My kid's pissed off. He asked one of the guys who works, "Where the fuck's the Kobe star?" Because they have, uh, you know, Michael sure. Jordan and everything else. There isn't a Kobe one. Who holds the record for the most points scored in this fucking place? <laughs> like he's all cussing at the guy. Bernard King. And, yeah, Bernard King's all in there. And so, anyway, that that was it. Then we we hit the Macy's at uh, yeah. afterwards, which I had no desire to go into Macy's. But then when you're in there, you're like, this is fucking historic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is going crazy. On. And that. Yeah, that's the, what I'm saying right there. Because you look down on it from yeah. the Empire State Building. Yeah. And now with the all the movies you think about, yeah. people coming out of Macy's and the parade and everything else. And yeah. Unfortunately, as as people know that Macy's are closing all over the country, and there are people that worked in there and asked them about it. They said, you know, it's really it seems really busy, but it usually is busier than this. They go, hopefully yeah. things change change a little bit. You know what I mean? So it's it's just one of those deals where um, it, it's history. It's history. It's Americana. All right. So uh, we'll wrap this way. How long have we gone? We've gone an hour. An hour. Okay. Cool. Tell me about Yankee Stadium, and because that was the one, right? I mean, and it. It's the new Yankee Stadium, but yeah. fuck, Yankee Stadium's Yankee Stadium. The Steinbrenners are are going to do it right. Did you get out to Monumental Park? We, no, we saw it from where we were. We didn't. We didn't get out there. Uh, by the time it's we, Monument we, Park, we, yeah, Hang on, yeah, right? Monument Park. No, yeah. we, we could see everything. We like okay. I walked out there. I just didn't take the tour and get down face sure. to face with it. Um, I, I'll, I'll say this again: Yankee Stadium was a place I really, really wanted to go to check it out. Can't think. Brett Boone hooked it up. Just yeah. called Aaron and hooked it up for us. Four great seats. Um, it, it, it was fantastic. So when we get off the subway, and we're going, and um, and uh, my son and I again, we're hitting each other. Fuck, we're here. We're right. here. You know, we wait. We're talking a lifetime about this, and all of a sudden you see it. It's it, it's better in person. You yeah. know, as far as how clean it is, how nice it is. It looks like it was just built yesterday. Yeah, it was. It was really cool. And the thing that was disappointing about it was the idea that the fans weren't into it. It was, they changed it, man. That new, God, the new building. Everybody they, said that. Everybody yeah. said you took the energy out of it. Yeah. The fans weren't into it. I had this asshole next to me who nonstop, it was him and four buddies, and he had a wedding ring on because I was like, who the hell would marry this jerk? Yeah. Nonstop, kept calling everybody a bum. Be alert, you bum. Be alert, yeah. bum. And kept repeating this, good play, bad play. Kept calling everybody a bum. I was like, yeah. God, dude, you're fucking annoying. Yeah. Finally, he leaves after the the fourth inning, and then every time I will give him credit for a funny line is every time the guy came down and said ice cold beer, yeah, two for a dollar, he just always <laughs> be dropping two for a dollar every time, and the guy what, yeah, and you know, trying to get him to repeat two for a dollar to see if he can yeah. get it and call about it, but it was it was unusual. When I mean Petco Park is is a much better park than any of them back east, comfort wise and how yeah. pretty it is. It, absolutely, it is. And when I tell you Dodger Stadium is better than both Fenway and Yankee Stadium, you're going to think I'm crazy. But you just said you're an energy guy. The yeah. energy at Dodger Stadium is better than both of those. And people in New York told me it doesn't matter if you're a Yankee fan or a Red Sox fan. Go to City Field. It's the best of the three. Oh, wow. A everyone kept telling me. I heard that 20 times. If you can go to City Field, See, you're going to love it. I could get that. Yeah. Because that's probably about the fans there. Yeah. It's probably it, about the fans. And I don't know if they priced themselves out of it. But there were people that, Jeff, that would buy – 
who would take a subway or lived in the neighborhood, and they would yeah. sit in these park benches right outside Yankee Stadium, so you aren't paying for a damn thing. Okay. And then they got this huge uh, screen, and you could sit there and watch the Yankee game on a screen that's the size of the video board at Petco Park. Oh, wow. And it was cool to see these true Yankee fans that wanted to see the game but didn't want to buy a ticket, and they felt like they're in the game because they could hear the crowd, they could smell the hot dogs, they could they could felt everything, and they didn't have to pay a dime to watch it. Uh, how much today? Where were you a week ago tonight? So a week ago Sunday night, we were still in. Were uh, you in New York uh, yet? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we you were in New York. Was the first night. Was it was the first one. A week ago tonight was the first one. Saturday, Monday was the I, I would say is the best day that I've ever had, and um, Sunday was they were all awesome. I mean everything ran together. It was was a I would say it was a fast week. It was a it was it was incredible. And yeah. and I was thinking of going. I'll tell you this: if you're thinking of going on vacation, two things. One is if you think you're going to just decompress that's not the place to go if you're thinking to have an experience and feel the energy like jeff and i were talking about because i admire those guys that have it that's the place to go because you're never going to feel anything like it in the world well i'll tell you the one thing that you skipped over though where that you were really really lucky if you are going to a place like new york you better make sure you have the right traveling companion with you. yeah you're right because that can make or break the yeah. trip it, it would have really sucked can. it would have sucked if people said i don't want to yeah if you're with somebody that doesn't like it or is bitching about you know the money or just yeah. bitching about the people or the attitude or the smell or anything else can fucking ruin it um the first two times i was there i was there with a buddy of mine who's still buddy of mine today who lived there and he loves new york like yeah. he loved being a new yorker he still does lives in florida now and then uh after the 9-11 trip my roommate went with me and she loved it yeah. she good companion loved- to go with she loved every second of it, yeah. man. She just was into it the whole way, like you said. And you go, and she had been, uh, like, she and I had watched the 9-11 thing in the morning. So for her to be there on that whole trip was, yeah, it was great. But that, that to me, David, works for any trip. But especially if you're going somewhere like New yeah. York, you you better make sure that you're going with somebody that can hang um because it's what I always say. When you travel someplace, you're playing the game. We were saying earlier how, how people are just dicks. Yeah. You're playing the game by their rules. It's New York's rules, not yours. And somebody, like, uh, <laughs> we could do this on a different show. But I've recently encountered so many people that think they're so fucking self-important and so great. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit who you are. So if you have that kind of attitude, don't go travel. But if you have somebody who's like Josh would be great on yeah. that trip because he just he rolls with it. He's into it. He's having fun. I mean, it was a race to see how much could we see in right. four days. It was, right. That was a race because everyone said you won't see everything in four days. And man, that was our goal. Let's just race until our feet won't move anymore. How how tough is it? I, I remember one of the toughest things for me coming that trip is the steps when you're getting back onto the plane. Yeah. And when you're kind of in that long tunnel waiting to come through the door of the plane and you're sitting there and you're like, fuck, it's over. Yeah. Like, it's fucking over. Oh, yeah. Like, I've waited for this forever and now it's over. We were in JFK. Which airport did you fly out of? Uh, I did go to JFK a couple of times in LaGuardia, okay. too. But um, it's that deal where you're like, God damn, man. Because you never know. We always yeah. say you never know if you'll ever be back there. You know, it's funny. Shit, our flight was delayed you... two and a half hours coming right. back, and we didn't give a shit. You no, know, no. We, we, even though we were in the airport, we just didn't care. Yeah. Where you go, yeah, shit. Dude, that's so great because it's funny. For as long as I've known you, we've talked about that yeah. trip. 
Oh yeah, no, yeah. I'd go back, go back in a heartbeat. It was my it, yeah. when you say it's your favorite city, I would go back in a second. I mean, yeah. it's like kind of bummed out that a week ago I was there and I'm not there right That's now. That's the thing, right? That's yeah. the thing where you come back and you realize how slow San Diego yeah. is. And there's plenty of you that love it that way, and God bless you for loving it that way. I I have no problem with that. And I get it, but just like I don't won't give don't give a shit for loving New York. Yeah. Uh, but Dave, there's I'll tell nowhere you to park in New York at all. No. I never saw one open parking spot. Never. Uh, NBC, by the way, if you work at NBC, it's sixty dollars a day to park your car. That, wow. Think about it. That's three hundred dollars a week. That's yeah, a lot you, of fucking money to park your car. Or you just take the train. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is there's no point in in having a car. No. I mean, it, basically, you're you're a train subway guy. Yeah, train subway guy. All right, Dave. We'll uh, wrap uh, by, up. By the way, there's no gas stations in uh, in no. Manhattan. Ever anywhere? Yes. I didn't see one fucking gas station. That's a funny one. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. There All no, right. There are no gas. I mean, it, it, it's crazy as hell. Like, what, what, I'll, I'll tell you the two things after after we read the spots. But what, hang on. I want to give you this. Go ahead. I'm going to give you four days, and I'm going to give you $5,000. Yeah. And you have transportation, the whole thing. But you can only go one of two places right now for you. Are you going New York City? Or are you going to L.A.? Oh, that's funny. I'm going. I'm going to New York City. Yeah, you know, I still want to go back. I, that's right. I, I, huh? I almost feel like a, there's a goal in my head that I want to have the subway system down because I want to feel like I'm a truly a part of the city. Like I've, right. I, I still felt like an outsider when I left because I, I couldn't figure this shit out. It's funny. Well, I moved. My dad laughs about it to this day. Yeah. When I moved to London, right out of high school, my dad goes, "You had that thing figured out." And David's funny. We've never talked about that. It was the one thing I set out to do, and I learned uh, the tube which is in London, yeah. and I learned it. Now, the tube is much different because everything's color-coordinated. Yeah. So there's the blue line, the red line, kind of like the uh, San Diego trolley. Yeah. And you get to know where certain places are. People just, and and they were really smart and saying, hey, I'm on uh, the black line. Okay, yeah. well, how do I get there? Well, you take the red to the yellow, and the yellow will take you here, which I don't remember New York subway being color-coordinated. It was it's letters. It's letters. E, D, C, yeah. like that. Yeah. Should color coordinate that shit, yeah. but they don't care what I think. <laughs> uh, see, that's funny, Dave. I love L.A. There's a million things I, I love too. about L.A. I would take New York City over it any day of the week. The, you know, it's funny when I talk to people in New York about have they been to San Diego? They, no, but I, I got to go visit. And they go, I've been to L.A. and I like L.A. They'll, they'll, they've told me. Like, there are a lot yeah. of people I ran into that did makeup for CBS and then yeah. had to fly out to LA and do stuff too. And then they yeah. said, I can deal with LA. The, the weather, the, the weather beats you down. It felt like summer. The first three days, the last day felt like fall. It was cooling. That's down. That's when you want to be there. And they were saying it, they go, it could snow in two weeks. I mean, they were, they, the people are like, you know, and then they, we said to someone, Hey, it's busy. They said, could you see the sidewalk? We said, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's not busy. Yeah. When you can see the sidewalk, that means they're missing people. Yeah. You want to go. The next time you want to go is not winter. I've been there in the winter. Yeah. Fuck, it's cold as yeah. shit in the winter. I believe it. But um, but if you can go in the fall, yeah. like you were saying, with the uh, the whole thing. Well, shit, I'll tell you when. Yeah. You, you got to go back for Cooperstown. Yeah. That That's the only thing right now where you go. And you know what? You leave that as your, your kind of dangling carrot. You go, okay, I'm going to go back. I'm going to do uh, you know, however long in New York City, but I can get out to Cooperstown. Yeah. Could you, could you drive in New York? Oh, fuck no. It's Fuck so cool. No. They love their horn. 
Oh, and my, taxi drivers love to get out and fight other taxi drivers. It's great. No, <laughs> no, I wouldn't even try. It is crazy. Uh, I the thing that freak would freak me out about driving in New York are the guys riding the bicycles, yeah. man, because they're fearless. Yeah. I I'd kill five of those yeah. guys in in one trip. <laughs> uh, it's harder than a video game. You aren't kidding. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. My buddy uh, Lou that I talked about, as far as the first time we saw Times Square, we were yeah. kind of he picked me up at LaGuardia. Uh, and then that first night, we're kind of just driving through, and it feels like you're just driving on some backstretch streets, like yeah. here, like East Lake Parkway. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's like, hold on, hold on. All right, uh, now look to your right. And you look to your right, and it's just, there it is. And it's like, holy shit. That's cool. That's the greatest. That is, that it really is. Where you go, did you guys get a steak? Did you go anywhere no, first? No, we didn't thing? do any steak places. All right, well, we that's didn't. The next we, thing, we, yeah. we, we, we didn't do any steak right. places. We, hell, pizza was expensive enough. We, um, no, we didn't do any steak places. Went to a couple old diners. Went to Katz's Deli. You know, yeah. I'll be honest with you, DZ Aikens is outstanding. I mean, it, you know, I know it's San Diego. Katz's Deli was about eighty bucks for you know a half a sandwich and a bowl of soup. Yeah, you're paying for reputation. Yeah, you're paying for reputation. Yeah. I mean, that's. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of what. I don't know. We don't really have anything San Diego-wise. I'm trying to think. L.A. is probably like Spago, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like you're the million places you can eat in L.A. and you're going to eat like a king. Yep. But if you go, yeah, I, I mean, um, Carnegie's out of there now, which is amazing. It was. That was crazy. Yeah, the Carnegie Carnegie's Deli out closed of there. Down. Yeah, crazy shit, man. It, I'm glad it, you had it, a good time. It was, it, was, it was a really good time. Um, uh, there, there are two things I'll bring up oh, to you after this. Well, well, we'll go through these commercials real quick because I don't okay. want anyone to basically turn it off right now. But there are two things that stood out that made me that were kind of funny, made me laugh. Hey, I want to mention Daniel Tyler, Superior Fence Company. I mentioned before we did our last show or a couple shows before that that I was the new head coach up in Nita Vista and yeah. wanted to fix the fences. He reached out right away. Of course, he, he said he's going to do it. He's going to help protect those kids. I heard a story just this past week about one of the kids. I'm Benita Vista that took a took a bullet right into the Jeez. right into the dugout, and uh, the kid's actually very good. He's going to play UCSD and could end his life right there because the fence wasn't high enough. Daniel Tyler is the right guy for you for your property for your business. He, look, he's out of the North County, but he'll come all over San Diego County to help you out. And remember this: he'll also do the free estimates. You can check out the website San Diego Superior Fence.com. He does a great job. You name the kind of fence, whatever it is, and he will make it look great for your property. Seven six zero seven four five. Four eight four six seven six zero seven four five four eight four six. You can also check him out online, San Diego Superior Fence.com. Unbelievable job that he does. And just talking to friends recently that have heard what we said, we've kind of gotten their head a little bit because all of a sudden the fence is something you don't pay attention to, and then you come yeah. out and you go, Well, it's weird how it's kind of warped in the middle right there, and it's warped and oh, it's kind of weird how it's fallen down or there's not holes in it or anything else and you go yeah. god damn that's an eyesore on my house yeah get the fence done i i get it done i, I just i've seen so many friends recently that have become uh animal owners right i i see more and more people that have become owners of new pets and i always think about the pet and and you want them to be safe secure man your stories of coyotes exactly. and hawks and all this other crazy shit going on but at least with Dan, it's going to look great, number one, but you're also going to have the safety element. I think it's huge, and he does an amazing job. Absolutely. I thought about this guy all day long. I don't know if you saw the story on the news, but this was right around, uh, right up your alley, I should say, 
Brian Curry. Brian Curry, of course, he's the guy to go to if you're looking to upgrade your situation, your living situation, or you're looking for something smaller, something bigger. It doesn't matter what your situation is. But look, 20 years in the business, he's the guy winning all the awards in San Diego. He's the guy that's your real estate specialist. Uh, Brian Curry is fantastic. And the reason I brought him up was, did you see the story on the news about the building that you talked about saying, that's the place I'm going to live? No. Flooding from top to bottom. Oh, no way. The building downtown that you see, you drive by on the five yeah. every day and go, man, I could live there if my kids didn't want me in La Mesa. That's not the place to be right now. Everybody had to be evacuated. Oh, shit. Complete flooding from the roof all the way to the bottom. People's stuff's being ruined right now. Brian Curry's not going to stick in a place nope. with this flooding. It's not going to fuck you over. Brian Curry knows what he's doing. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Brian's also your guy for property management. If you need someone to manage your property, call Brian Curry. Can't wait uh, to get moved in. Fourteenth uh, of September, Dave was my birthday, and my kids did something, and their mom did something incredibly nice for me. And I'll tell you how this ties into BC because uh, their mom had said to me, "You know, what do you want birthday wise? Yeah. You gotta give us some ideas." So I said, "Ah, you know, a couple of books are out, or a gift cards out, anything else is out." And all of a sudden, uh, we're getting ready to go to dinner that night, and my son's come out with this long, you can tell it's a print, yeah. but it's wrapped up. And I had no idea what it was, and I opened it up, and it was a framed picture from Game 3 of the 1998 National League Championship Series. Oh, how cool series. is that? And what was funny to me is when you look on the outfield wall, there's an ad for Everin Securities yeah. where I was working in 1998. And when I told Everin Securities that I was getting ready to leave because I wanted to go all in on radio, they said, okay, well, you walk out that door and that door is closed forever. Is that what they said? Yeah. Wow. Well, their fucking doors are closed forever, <laughs> and here we are. Um, <laughs> Enron tell you the same thing? Yeah, but what I said to them was, yeah. I said that picture brought back all the memories because we had just started, we did the post-game show that day, and that picture was great. Um, shortly after um, the divorce started going through, and yep. oh boy, do I got great shit on that tomorrow. I can't wait. She's great. I just realized yep. I hate her fucking friends. And then you go, <laughs> hey, well, I never have to deal with them anymore. Um yeah, I go, shit, she's fine. I just realized how many of these lawyers, self-important, arrogant yeah. assholes, fuck them all. I'm like, I never have to see these fuckers yeah. again in my life. Yeah. It's great. Um, but right after I moved out, I started thinking about different things. And the one thing I wanted was I wanted an autographed Mike Tyson photo. Yeah. And I knew the way I wanted it. What I wanted was... I wanted a Customato era Mike Tyson photo. I didn't want the Don King era. Yeah. And I looked and I looked and I looked, and I finally found one about seven weeks ago that I loved of Tyson. I think it's in the corner from the night he knocked out Trevor Burbick. It's okay. a 16 by 20 photo of just him fist clinched in the corner, and he signed it over his left shoulder. Silver just says Mike Tyson. None of those horse shit little metal plates at the bottom that ruin every piece of sports memorabilia. And I found it and got it framed, sent it out yeah. to get custom framed, and it showed up uh, on my birthday. Cool. So I got the 98 picture, and I got this on my birthday, and my sons and I have said the same thing. We're like, we got to get this fucking house. Yeah. We got to go, man. <laughs> we got to go because I've got the banner from the event. I've got all these different things, my talk radio, all this shit. And uh, when I saw Brian today, 
post the picture of him wearing the shirt from yeah. the event. By the way, we're a hundred percent. I'm I'm out. I'm not I ordering. Just, I just sent one out. By the way, yesterday to our friend Chris McDaniel in Seattle. Uh, good. Uh, anybody else? I don't have any, and I'm not ordering three more if you didn't get one. So fuck it. I talked to Dave about ordering more. I'm not ordering more. <laughs> Sucks to be you. <laughs> but when I saw, should have came to the event. Uh, when I saw Brian wearing the event shirt yeah, today with his family, yeah. with his family, it was just great. And I looked at, it, I go, fuck, man, I couldn't be more at exactly. peace with everything going on in my life, especially that. But I know when BC and I are walking, we're going to be like, all right, dude, that's where the 98 picture's going. That's where Tyson's yeah. going. That's where talk radio's going. All that shit's going. And, uh, uh, it was funny. Larry Thomas sent me a thing today. I'm, Larry, I don't know what the hell that was. Wink, wink. <laughs> I don't know. Brian Curry's my man. Yeah. I'm thrilled that Brian Curry's uh, part of this show. He's been a partner for us for day one. He's absolutely the guy that's going to get me through it if this fucking court system ever lets me Jesus. wrap it up and I can go. But me and BC are going to hit the town. Uh, we won't be going to IB. We won't be going to City Heights. If you need that, like I said, there's plenty of fuck faces on your local bus bench. Call them. But if you live in a normal part of San Diego... <laughs> BC <laughs> will hook you up. He's got a beautiful family. We're not taking any chances sending him into IB. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit, <laughs> David. <laughs> also, Alan Taylor, Taylor made pools. Alan just saw him this weekend. Man, just the nicest people going. Fuck him. That guy. <laughs> what we up fuck, block, him? fuck Alan. Stop sending me videos, you creepy I bastard. I told you, now you're getting them? I've been getting them for months. Been getting them for months. Guys, I'm glad great, you're getting them. He's a wizard when it comes to pools. Yes. Why I ever gave him my number is a huge mistake. There you go. Just send me. I'm glad you're in. Uh, just send me the pictures of the magic that he creates with the pools. It's yeah. a, it's unmatched. <laughs> but whatever you do, he will be the greatest guy to ever build a pool in your backyard. Yeah. His lovely girl Amy is fantastic. Very soft spoken. Uh, uh, very. Nonchalant, Amy. But goddamn, do, mark my words, do not let that son of a bitch start sending you videos, especially tan line videos. Did you see that one? Yes. I didn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I've been getting them for months. I'm glad you're on the list. Yeah. And the message is always super serious, you know? So it was like, you know, <laughs> hey, you need to watch this. It's no, really important. I don't. Yes. Oh, my God. Al Alan, again, has been in business for more than 20 years in San Diego, making perfect pools all over the county. He's the guy to go to for your pool needs. You decide when is the best time to build that pool. Alan is the guy to do it. San Diego, you can swim in that pool year-round. How great is that? But he'll make your backyard perfect. Waterfalls, grotto, slides, make your backyard into a staycation resort, barbecue, fire pits, you name it. You can follow him on Twitter at Teammate Pools, or you can call him. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. He was on social media last week posting uh, the completed work from what they have done. Oh, my, oh my God. Are they insanely cool? Yeah, he's really I mean, good it, at what he does. You have to look at it. You have to look at it because I think all of you just picture, hey, maybe I can have a pool as nice as the one I had at the Ramada Inn in Barstow. Bullshit. <laughs> Guy, they're absolutely gorgeous when you say it. And you go, yeah, that's why I work 50 hours a week, 60 hours a week, 70 hours a week, whatever you work. So at the end of the day, when you come home and you want to 
have something to show for all the effort you put in, Alan's the guy to do yeah. it. The the pools that he does are so great. They're amazing, man. I love seeing it, and I'm, I've never met any of the people yeah. that have got them. But I have to tell you, I feel like you guys are all family members that get those pools done because I go, God damn, good for you. You worked that hard. You earned it. Yeah. Now, do it right, man. Taylor made pools. I had the shirt on yesterday, just walking around solving problems. <laughs> Solved a bunch of problems yesterday. I just uh, I advised a lot of people call me in the office on Monday, and I said, listen, if Amy answers and she's giving you any back talk, just say, put it through. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, all right, I'll, I'll, all right. Let me hear the two things. Uh, okay, well, there, there's one crazy thing I saw in New York, which is well, two two things in okay. New York I saw were crazy. One is, did you ever deal with a guy that was schizophrenic on the subway? I didn't have that. I had a guy right outside. This my favorite guy in New York City was a guy that was it was the most creative thing I saw, and he was sitting actually right outside the ESPN zone, which I don't know what's there anymore. But he had a box in front of him, and his sign said, insult me for a dollar. <laughs> These people were just, put a dollar in there. You sack of shit. <laughs> Fuck you. And it was so hysterical. And he, he was die laughing at all of them. But, uh, no, I mean, Dave, there's shit, Dave. You can see, sadly, yeah. North Park. I was downtown yeah. last night. They're all over. No, but on the subway, no, I saw a lot of shit on the subway. I don't. None that I remember, but probably. There was a few schizophrenics, uh, schizo guys with schizophrenic, uh, I should say, or schizophrenia, whatever it is. Yeah. And he, one guy walked on the subway, big dude, man. I mean, like, yeah. look like Mike Williams from the from the Chargers, a big guy. He walks and he walks right up to this guy who's about five foot eight, 140 pounds, and I'm five feet away. If he would have walked up to me, I probably would have thrown a punch because I was trying to defend myself. This guy obviously was a New Yorker that understood what was happening. But he got right in his face, and he just starts fucking cussing like crazy, Whoa. screaming. All right, and this guy's wearing a tank top. He's built up, you know, as that prison body, and you're yeah. going, "Holy shit, it's about to get ugly." But he wasn't talking to that guy. He was talking yeah. to the voice in his head. And finally, he looks at his watch, and he goes, "It's eight thirty. Everybody, quiet. Shut up, everybody." And then he, and then he, shit. then he calmed down. Once he told everyone to shut the fuck up because it was yeah. getting late, all of a sudden it yeah. stopped. But I was, but he, the way he came in screaming at this guy, but he was talking, arguing with someone in yeah. his head. I was like, "Holy shit, dude!" It was crazy, weird, and uncomfortable. I was like, "Thank God he didn't come up to me," because I was yeah. said, "Oh fuck, it's go time. It's only, yeah. you only it's only chances. Hopefully, you knock him out before he knocks you out." Yeah, that's why you see those subway videos from New York all the time, yeah. man. Yeah, I that mean, was nuts. Yeah, those those aren't like, oh wow, you just happened to be in the right place yeah. at the right time. That's the ten thirty. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> there's by the way the girls back east i told josh no wonder they had that song california girls because girls back east aren't very good looking all right you better take that back. i'm not taking that you back. Take it back best looking girl i saw Kathy on the subway Lee Gifford? no best looking girl i saw was the one on the way to jfk on the subway yeah and josh is sitting directly across from her and i said there you go there's a good looking girl and he writes me back that's a guy and oh, i shit. look over again and he goes look at her fucking hands and I, <laughs> he's like, he's cussing at me because that's what you're just going to yeah. look And yeah, she had big hands. Look at her fucking calves and forearms, you idiot. Dumb shit. He's <laughs> so mad at me that she's wearing this kid tight dress. And I said, there's a good looking girl. But the craziest thing I saw was walking down the street, there was a guy that had three rats on a box. And he said, for a dollar, you take a picture. One was pink. One was yellow. A one rat? Was, rats. Three rats. 
and they would just balance on the box, and they would stay still. And if the guy had a hand, he just kind of tap them like you don't move. <laughs> you calm down. Yeah, and he, and then I was like, this is the weirdest thing I think I've ever seen. Right. So we're uh, so anyway. Right before we got on the plane, Jake was telling me a story. He took us to the airport. He was telling me a story about Norm Macdonald. How the first time he knew Chris Farley was talented. Did you ever heard the story? No. He said they're on a plane, and he goes, "This is before 9-11. And the guy turns on and he says, hi, this is your captain, uh, Chris Johnson. Not Crash Johnson. It wasn't Farley. Who was it? Sam Kinison. Was it Kinison? Yeah, And he Sam told Kinison. me that shit. And, dude, I laughed every time the fucking yeah. captain turned his mic yeah. on. Yeah, he <laughs> did. Not Crash Johnson. <laughs> yeah, he said it was Kinison did it. They were you'd flying be, to Canada. You'd be thrown right off the fucking plane yeah. the second you do it. But yeah. it made me laugh and he every said, time. Like, yeah, Norm said, this guy's flown so much and crashed yeah. so much that they've given him the nickname Crash Johnson. And he said, <laughs> Kinnison yelled it just for, and he said, all these people are looking around. He said, he do shit all the time just to make Norm it's, laugh. It's and he hysterical. goes, he was fucking laid out. It's hysterical. Because you can hear Kinnison in that yeah. voice. Oh, no, yeah. not Crash Johnson. <laughs> every time I heard the captain go on, I laughed out loud. I couldn't stop fucking laughing. <laughs> yeah, so, you'd be done. Yeah. You'd so, be tasered. So uh, here's the thing Josh and I noticed when we were in, in New York. It's it, 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 <laughs> You go different places, and I said, what the fuck's the deal with these guys at the urinal? Like, there's some guys at the urinal that have to put their palm right up against yeah. the wall and shit, and just <laughs> sit there and you're like, dude, what's the deal? Take your hand off the fucking wall. And then there's the guys that stand on there with their hands on their hips, like they're the League of Justice. Like, they yeah. just solved a crime, a Superman with a cape blowing in the wind. Yeah. Just standing there, and Josh goes, yeah, what the fuck's up with those guys? And finally, our last place we're at, we walk into the restroom at the same time. There's a guy in a suit just standing with his hands on his hips, facing the urinal. Yeah. And I look at Josh and go, there's one right there. And Josh just goes, get your shit together, you fucking asshole. Yeah. What? Take your hands off your hips. What are you fucking doing? Yeah, calm down. You're completely custom. You're not Mike Pomerantz. <laughs> You're a mud grant. You know, Dude, I know you. Did, I know we'll talk uh, Padres another time. But did you catch Mud today? Because Mud, Mud was with Jesse today on TV. I didn't see Mud today. I heard him doing. Play by the by way, the people in Boston couldn't say enough nice things about Don Orsilla. Dude, the yeah. best. Yeah. I, uh, we took Jim Trotter and Sean Walchef out there the other night. Yeah. Don was great. Uh, was awesome. I think you were gone. Did Did you see? I was asking Don about it. So they had like a two-hour rain delay in Cincinnati. Did I tell you that's what they fucking did? So Mud charted everything that Don ate during the the break, and they put it up on a graphic. Like, it was unbelievable. Because we had Sean with us from Cali Comfort. And I said to Don, I go, I I didn't like that. (laughs) Or they did that to you. He goes, you know, I didn't like that either. And I said... And I just reminded him, I said, you know, Don, I go, I don't get too much shit right, but I said when you were coming to town yeah. that you were the free agent signing of the offseason. And I go, it's been great. Don is Don and Mud both yeah. are such incredibly nice guys that are just like anybody. If you have a problem with Don or Mud, the problem's with you. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, Dave, I went and did a show in Chicago at Sporting News Radio. I was with a guy named Bob Berger. Peter Brown, who'd been on ESPN Radio for 100 years, was doing a show in the studio. Yeah. Bob and I were getting ready to go on the air. I just met him. Getting ready to do a four-hour show with this guy. Bob gave me two bits of advice that I will always love. He goes, look, first things first. You ever throw into a guy at the stadium? I go, yeah. 
He goes, what's the rule? We go, well, tell me what you mean. He goes, well, just don't be this guy. Hey, Dave Palais at Dodgers Stadium where the Padres lead the Dodgers 5-4. to four. How you doing, Dave? Yeah. Don't be that guy. Now Dave's fucked. Yeah, yeah. Sirius okay. Radio does that all the time. Yeah. Sirius does that every time. ESPN doesn't do that. Sirius does that. So I laughed. I go, no, I'll be fine. I'll just go, hey, here's Dave. And he goes, here's the other thing to remember. In every building, there's an asshole. In this building, it's that guy. Points at Peter Brown. <laughs> points right at Peter Brown. Biggest asshole. Peter Brown could have been nicer to me. So I still, to this day, I don't know if they were friends or if Bob really thought he was a dick. I you never would do it to me. I know you'd do it. <laughs> I know, but I think Bob was serious. I think Bob thought Peter's an asshole. It's that guy right there. Don't be that guy. The problem, if you're one of these guys that takes the time to write yeah. a a letter to the Union Tribune about Don and Mud. You're the dick. Yeah, they're so genuinely it, it's nice. It's not an easy job to do to everybody you meet yeah. and and the whole deal. And here's the other guy I'm going to give a shout out to tonight. I sent him a message yesterday on Twitter, and I said uh, I sent sent Kevin AC a message last night. I go, you know what, man? Thanks for being the one fucking guy in this city that doesn't act like going to the ballpark is a fucking torture chamber. Yeah. I said. I love the idea that he sends a picture from Dodgers team. He goes, God, this is great. Yeah. This is great. And he sent me back. He goes, can you believe these guys? He goes, yeah. look, man, I've seen a ton of bad baseball. Travel issues on this job are <laughs> insane. Because, Jeff, I love it every day. That's cool. And I said to him, I appreciate it. Me too. Because they're, fuck you guys that write to him about, oh, you don't cover war. Fuck you. You guys are all such fucking yeah. boring sacks of shit. I, I don't read his game articles day in and day out, so if you don't like his style of writing, that's fine. I'm not bitching about that. All I'm saying is I've spent 25 years in press boxes, and what you notice in a baseball press box is 92% of the people are fucking miserable. They are. And if we have a guy uh, on the beat, whether you like the way he covers the game, that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm just saying if you give him shit for – Going, hey, this is kind of cool. Yeah. I like that. I, I like it fine. If you're a journalism major from Mount Miguel High School and all of a sudden you think you're a better writer than him, then get fucking published. Take the job. But I just said to him, I go, I appreciate that you enjoy the job. Yeah. Thanks for doing that. Because I work all week. I got traffic and everything else. And when you come back, the last thing you want is the beat writer. Oh, God. Yeah. I got to watch Casey again. What? I always hated the fact when guys, all they did, they didn't care who won. They just wanted a fast game. Fast game. Why? Where yeah. the fuck do you have yeah. to be? It's always a fast game. If you were anything in life, you fucking sack of shit, you wouldn't be working at the Union Tribune. <laughs> right? I mean, all these guys, uh, all of them. But AC, I just said to, I said to him, he, and dude, he was into it. That's he cool. goes, I've had a blast all year. Yeah. He goes, shit, I've seen a lot of bad yeah. baseball. Uh, yeah, got yeah. it. But the, the reason I brought up mud was I was flipping back and forth between football and, and the Padres. And I just flipped on Jesse was doing the game with mud and okay. I on TV on TV. Oh, cause Don was doing TBS. Okay. And mud did radio yesterday with, with Tony Gwynn good. Jr. Although he the, kept saying the pitch and yeah. it was making me crazy. <laughs> Don't be John Sterling, Mud. just do your game. Mud was great doing yeah, play by play. He was, but I, I my favorite thing about Mud is when something happens and it, just the motion comes out. And probably uh -huh. if he redid it, he probably wouldn't say it, but it sounds great when it's just him. Yeah, because you and I know him real well. He's just he's just the best guy going. But the, Spanchberg drops a, a pop fly. It falls between him and the center fielder and, and right fielder. Just drops. All, all three of them could have caught it. Okay. 
And he just right. Come on, guys. Just, <laughs> just creeps out. Come on, guys. You know, it was, or yeah. when he drops an oy vey, oy vey. Yeah. It just and and it, it made me laugh. I wrote him, and he uh, and he wrote me back. You know, laughing about it. But it cracks me up when his true emotion just comes out. And makes me laugh. And so, and anyway, he he does it. He does a great job. That is not an easy job for those guys. No. Again, in Boston, when I mentioned I'm from San Diego, first thing they said was Don Arcilla. Yeah. Nobody asked about. It. They go, you guys have ba- baseball there. I mean, they don't want. They didn't care about the Padres. He's they're, great. they're on the top of conversation. But Arcilla is one of their guys, and they're like, is he doing okay? I go, he's doing fantastic. He's having an yeah. absolute blast. Yes. He's having an absolute blast. I tell him, I go, listen, I don't appreciate how this guy pointing at mud treats you. Yeah. And I said, in the off season, we're going to take you out to Cali Comfort. He goes, I'm in. Uh, I booked a couple of guys for the garage. Cool. Uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. Fantastic. Was great to see him. And I said, uh, why don't you come hang out? And he goes, you know what? I'd love that. That's cool. I'd love to just come and hang out. Because the thing that, I, and I was saying this to to Jim and to Sean, I was with, I said, you know what I appreciate a, a lot I like about Junior? I said, I love a guy that achieved his own success, attained uh, probably personal goals, and has no trouble at all being his father's son. Yeah. Has Embraces never it. once said, Hey, you know, I made in the bigs too. Yeah. He knows his dad's adored. He had loved his dad like crazy. Oh, yeah. And he's never once. I go, you go, oh, well, that's, come on. His dad, daytime batting champion. It's, it's, it's not it easy. Sends a lot about the character yeah. of the father and the son both, man. I love those guys. Uh, saw Ted. Great to talk to Ted about everything that he's doing. Said health-wise, he's, he's coming along great. Uh, Eric Gruppner. Eric Gruppner, who is the COO of the Padres, couldn't have been a nicer guy. Turns out he played high school football for my uncle. That's awesome. But I'll, I'll tell you, Dave, and we'll get more into it. Yeah, I can't wait to, tomorrow. Cause I, yeah. There's one thing. Uh, just Preller do, do was it as unbelievable. A te- just as a tease, you asked Preller about your kids, and you said, what's the one thing to watch? Yeah. Well, I'll use that tomorrow because I, I've repeated that to a couple of people who said he's 100% right. Yeah, I'll tell you about A.J. Preller. When you see A.J. Preller... And he's not the way you hear him. Just talking about him and everything else. Complete blast with him. Uh, do you want to close on the Bochi story or do you want the Bochi story S- tomorrow? Save it tomorrow because there's a lot, a lot to go over. There's, All a, right. there's a lot to go over. I don't, otherwise, we're going to turn this into two and a half hours. So Where are we at right now? We're at an hour 40. Oh, yeah. Shit. We're done. Uh, okay. So right, let me give you a couple of things for tomorrow. Just Otherwise, I'll completely forget. Yeah. Kings, the L.A. Kings are off traditional radio forever. I'll tell you what the Kings have done tomorrow. We'll look at that and say, is that a good thing or a bad thing? And then we'll tell you about Bochi and Trotter tomorrow. And then I'll tell you about my idiot kid uh, playing MLB The Show. But why MLB The Show might be the best video game ever made. Ever! I agree. Uh, We'll do all that tomorrow. Uh, Don't forget, uh, send us a message on Twitter. Dave's there at Dave Palais. I swear to God, stop sending me shit and stop. <laughs> the two guys today. Yeah. Two guys I like a lot. Eddie Bravo, I don't know why you keep sending me the fucking picture of the guy in the plane. I don't go to the games, you fucking <laughs> dumb shit. You know I love you because you're the bad hombre. You send it to me every fucking week. I'm never there. I'm never fucking at. Hey, check it out. Look up. I'm in fucking La Mesa. What am I looking at? <laughs> Water tower up, yeah. the, up the 125. And as far as fucking Leisure Friday, let me end like this. Yes. Okay. Never seen a bigger guy 
crying, looking for attention. Then when he got wiped out yesterday at Sprouts, every time I read that story, I laughed. I laughed that two little kids took him out. I think I sprained my wrist. You sprained your wrist jacking off, (laughs) creeper. And so when I wrote, I'm glad that happened. I said, I'm glad it happened. And I said, if it was my kids, they would have finished the job. To where the love of my life, Padre Geekster, said, Jeff, there's something wrong with you. And yeah, I thought, you just, you just now figured that out? You just now? Uh, my phone, all day long. Ding. Oh, I'm sorry for you, Friar. I'm not. Yeah. Get the fuck up. You're fu- you sprained wrist. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Give me, put a little ice on it. Don't be such a puss. Uh, I was at Sprouts. Yeah, we're creepy. <laughs> Handling the produce. You old bastard. I love that he was. I love that he had boycotted you. Yeah, I love that he had boycotted you. And then he, how much? Okay, let's just. I'm gonna put it out there right now. Yeah. We don't do GoFundMe's anymore. We did the GoFundMe already. However, we may bring it back. What are you willing to contribute? If we can get the security tape, a leisure fryer getting laid out at Sprouts. Oh, How much you got? Oh, you got a hundred? hundred bucks. I got a hundred too. Okay. We're at 200 right now. <laughs> if you work at the Sprouts and you have the video of those kids laying out leisure fryer, Dave and I got 200 bucks. I'll pay a hundred for that in a minute. I'd run that fucking thing on an endless loop in here. Just watching him. Ah, ah. They just go and get him frozen corn, putting it on his. <laughs> All right. <laughs> How much you got? hundred bucks. I'll give him hundred dollars. That's it. All right. I know Woods I mean, is in for a hundred. That's it. All right. I got two things. I got to bring it real quick because I'm just looking oh. at your brother on Twitter. Your brother today on Twitter all goes on a rant. Okay. About what? Fucking Padres. Okay. And they're never going to be good. He doesn't know anything. But then well, he lives he, in Escondido. He, he sent me the same message 14 times on his phone. He had no shit. So he goes about the Padres and he goes, they're never going to be like the Red Sox, but it's S-O-C-K-S. I'm like, how the fuck was this to take anything you His did? His girlfriend's from Boston. <laughs> His phone sucks like if I was going to Macy's. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Well, he's so dumb. He's stupid. And you just brought up uh, you just brought up Tony Gwynn Jr. You said you yeah. listened last night. Did you hear when Mud asked him, how's the radio show going? No. How's the radio show going? He goes, you mean the one that's on 3 to 7 with Chris Ella? And he goes, yeah. And he's like, it's going great. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of sports radio, just only talking sports. Like, completely. Mud like, said it? Yeah, Mud said it. I'm not a fan of that whole format, you know, and, and I'm like, well, you're, Jesus act, you're Christ, on the fuck. You're on 97.3. You're the only guy listening. No, doesn't like the format. <laughs> Nobody he, does. And he told clearly. the guy he does the show with, yeah, when baseball season's over, I won't be listening. I mean, it was just, it was, I was like, Nobody's listening now. Oh, <laughs> but I love Junior. He had, he had no, no comeback. Like, Junior had nothing to say. Like, fuck, mud. What do you want me to do? Dude, I'll tell you this. Uh, I am honestly cheering for Junior and for Chris, Chris, because Trotter and I were in AJ Preller's booth. Yeah. And the only thing that I'll tell you, we'll tell you all about it tomorrow. But the thing that was great is Trotter and I are lighting up Bello because yeah. he doesn't realize we're there. We're looking right at him from yeah. Preller's booth. Ello is such a fucking good guy, dude. He's such a good fucking guy. And Tony's such a good fucking guy. I, I am. I'm cheering for those dudes, man, because that station shit. They have a fucking arrogant little twerp as a program director that doesn't know shit, thinks he's a lot more important. He's a fucking dipshit. Yeah. And I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and he <laughs> said, uh, yeah. oh, he's a dick. He's a fucking dick. 
fucking most unimpressive guy I've met in radio in a long time. And that says something. It's the PD at 97.3. <laughs> fucking little little twerp. And uh, But I was talking to my buddy the other day about Kintera. Yeah. And he was saying, you know, Kintera this, that. I go, look, man, I love John. You got to fucking move the needle. The game has changed. You have to be compelling every day. You have to be interesting every day. You can't fucking come in and just tell me, hey, you know, Eric Hosmer last night, he was pretty, fuck you, I'm done. <laughs> and the problem that I hear on a lot of shows, in my opinion, is they're not compelling. They're not interesting. Yeah. There's nothing that's good. Now, whether that's the program director's fault or the host's fault, I don't know. I don't care. All I'm telling you is if you bore me, I leave and I don't come back. And the numbers speak for themselves. Nobody can be compelling on a consistent basis anymore. And that's the problem at 97.3. And they better figure it out. Man, I went back and watched. Uh, uh, there was a great press conference, Dave, with Les Moonves. And we'll talk about it on a different show. But Stern talked about how Les Moonves tried to bully him and sue him. And really fucked with him. And then Stern talked about this press conference where he went after Moonves. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so great. Because it's exactly what the truth is. None of these guys are allowed. If I go out and Scott Kaplan's scheduled to be here Sunday night next yeah. week. But that's the LeBron night. So let's put that okay. in pencil because Allie hit me up and said, Cap's ready to go on Sunday. I can't fucking wait till Kaplan's in here. It's going to be great. But you guys heard Darren in here. You've heard Stevie Woods in here. Mike yeah. Costa is fall over funny to me. Tony Jr. and Ello are great guys. Uh, Nick is a fucking great guy, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm just giving you yeah, a handful right. of guys. Nick's got stories all day long. Uh, Rich Hornberger is a great fucking guy. But for whatever reason, there, there's so much talent. There's so much personality in that group of guys but for whatever reason, when it comes to showtime, they're stifled. Yeah. Let them go. Yeah. Just let these guys be who they are. Let them do the show. Let them talk about anything they want to talk about. I'm telling you, you guys would say, wow, I didn't really listen to your show before. God damn, you're good. They're all well thought out. They're intelligent. They're smart. Funny. Funny, engaging, and they're broadcasters. They all know how to do shows. That's just my opinion. So... I hope, but as long as they got arrogant little pricks like the guy at 97.3 working there, none of that shit's going to happen. That's why you come here. So fuck them. <laughs> so fuck them. <laughs> All right, tomorrow we got a lot, including stuff about A.J. Preller that I thought was very, very interesting. Yep. Uh, very tell interesting. you about our night with Preller. He was great, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow, everybody. All right, good night.
So let's